You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese dough are super fresh. Bring your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. Welcome to. I'm already off to a rocky start. Welcome back to Nerd Rage Radio, episode 141. <clears throat> we all have uh, some sort of crud going around, or maybe it's allergies or what have you. But I, uh, as you know, Adam is going to be away this week on some sort of mop training. I don't know how many more techniques he has to learn. He's learned back and forth. He's learned side to side. And then the last time he, he learned the tricky S pattern. I don't, <laughs> I don't like to uh, toot my own horn, but I've been using the S pattern for years. Uncertified, of course. So there, there is something to that. But um, I am joined by Joe KW, a.k.a. Uncle Dolphin. What's up? And my lovely wife and co-host of Skullfest. Yeah, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. So I I don't think we can we need to dilly dally much. We can get right into Nerd Weeks. We have a lot to talk about regarding Nerd Weeks, of course, because Skullfest was this past week. So we'll talk about some of the goings ons, and maybe we should start you and I do a group effort. Well, let's let's see. We we watched what was that movie called about with Meryl Streep? I hate Republicans and uh, guns. Florence, <laughs> Florence, Florence, somebody. Yeah. So it was about this lady who can't sing. A wealthy heiress. Yes, extremely wealthy. She can't sing. And her husband, her husband, who I think was in it just for the money. Do you think that or no? I think he also knew she was a nice person. See that little wiggle waggle there in the middle there? That was you talking. All right. Um, So he's been like paying off. Sweet spot for me. (laughs) (laughs) He's been paying off like. Um, journalists and reviewers and stuff. Like basically the entire audience of her shows. Yeah, to like say great things about the show. To like oh cheer and, and applaud. Like they rent the hall. Then and they, the been showing her. And her singing was trash. <clears throat> and like it is, that was kind of funny. And it was like an interesting, and it's based off a true story, which is always. Jenkins. That's Florence, terrible. Some Florence Wainwright Jenkins or something. Florence Jenkins. Uh, and you can find there, there's actually her singing on YouTube. I should try to pull it up real quick, but uh, I mean that's either terrible or really good. Like if she never finds out. <laughs> well, she like would really go for it. Like she was very passionate about music. She had just tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all those people are just looking at her with straight faces. Yes. <laughs> now I'm gonna look up the real Florence Jenkins. Uh, and look for those listening, if you haven't seen this movie, y- you don't need to. It's, <laughs> you got the whole synopsis look, right here. It's like it's like Jay Z said, um, "I did that." So hopefully you won't have to go through that. <laughs> It might be worse. <laughs> so that's really her. So it's like it, it is seems to be pretty accurate. 
think they make her sound better than she actually does. Yeah, <clears throat> it's not good. It's not good. But if she never finds out, though. Well, but she does. I know, but I'm saying if she never finds out, then, like, she lives a pretty happy life, right? Well, she was still actually pretty, she was a pretty uh, optimistic, fun-loving person. I mean, all she did all day was train for opera and, um, you know, shop. Yeah. I don't know what else she did, really. And she kept a briefcase with her will in it. Yeah, all the money in the world. Um, Do we see anything else? Did we watch anything else? I've been watching a documentary on the Freemasons. Um, <laughs> that seems more like an Adam thing to do. <clears throat> well, let me tell you. Let me say. I'll tell you a little story. So I, I know a guy, and I, I don't want to put too much of his business out there. Okay, but he, I don't know what the right word is. Tried out for the Freemasons. <laughs> okay. Ple- pledged. Auditioned. Let's say pledged. Okay. Um, and found it extremely strange. Uh, like in the first couple of weeks, and was like, "Yeah, you know what? This shit ain't for me." And I'm telling everybody the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't get far, so he doesn't have many secrets to tell, yeah. you know. But ever since he like told me his experience, I was like, "This, I, I need to learn more about this." <laughs> um, so I've been watching these documentaries on it and such, and it is it is interesting. They do raise an interesting point where they're like, "Look, it's not like it's a dangerous group of people. Like most of them are like you know skilled people and good people, etc." He's like, "But what is?" dangerous about them is that uh there's a lot of people in the police and law enforcement and judges and the judicial system as a whole that are into it so like part of their belief system is to protect one another like protect their brothers so if you go before a judge is he going to be more lenient because they're biased exactly so that was a a interesting series of documentaries that i'm watching and then what the fuck else? There was Skullfest, of course, but I'm just trying to make sure there wasn't Maybe anything. We watched something else really good, but maybe that was two weeks ago. Yeah. We watched the Captain Fantastic, but what did we watch after that? The drama. It was a drama. I don't know. Look how quiet you are, though. It was a drama. <laughs> I think you just need to be closer. Yeah, it's just not, it's not your vocal tone. It's just how close it's you are. not comfortable. To... You get used to it. You can move this to you. Try that. <laughs> um... Uh, I think I talked about that other one. So, okay, um, we had We've been pretty busy. We have been with pretty busy. Skullfest. <clears throat> so we had uh, initially Cody. I went and picked up Cody Wednesday night. Yep. Yeah, so start at Wednesday to all the way through Sunday. Yeah, and he was in uh, customs for what felt like an eternity. Uh, so, but he, him, and his lovely girlfriend. Uh, she who she was very quiet most of the week. Hung with the kids. Yeah, <laughs> she was home. very sweet though, and yes. she was really yeah. really good to the kids and she was. with the kids, and I enjoyed having her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're easy house guests. Every every time this is twice now that yeah. they've crashed with us. They're a cinch. And then there were, uh, we went to Washington D.C. on Thursday, and we got stuff. So yeah. hot. Well, she wanted to see some of the yeah. stuff in our, you know. Yeah, so we got there at like 11:30, Did the Air and Space Museum because it's like her father's really into that, so she wanted to go see that. It took forever. What to go to go, get like around? to kind of get around, you know, and the kids aren't making it any. Yeah, it's it's not really. But it's kind of broken up, so like when you're doing each section, each section takes. Yeah. And, you know, the kids are fucking being kids and 
you know, it, it was just like, oh. And I kept looking at my watch because I was like, we're not doing well. Oh, we need the Robert D. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, yeah. Very... See the spaceship, see the jet, see the airplane, see the Wright brothers, see um, who's the good, uh, Buzz Lightyear. And, <laughs> um, so we got through that, and then everybody was starving because we hadn't had lunch. And we went and got something to eat at, like, one of those bullshit stands outside that's, like... You know, but it wasn't too bad. We got turkey fine. sandwiches, and yeah, it was fine. It was. But I, Jane had decided to get chicken tenders and French fries, and then we had like two hours of walking in hundred degree weather, and she was hating life. Oh, she was a train wreck. <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts. My chest hurts. <laughs> I can't feel my arm. <laughs> yeah, that did stress me out a little bit. But I know it stressed you out. It was the wrong arm. Yeah. That's why I was like. Anytime. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like that's a normal thing for a kid to just say. My my arm is going numb. I don't necessarily feel like it's a normal thing for any kid to say, but I do feel like it's a normal thing for her to say. Uh-huh. Just a strange complaint. I disagree. My it was strange enough. I felt like there was probably some validity to it. Ah, 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 the back of my knee. <laughs> that would have been a different. But my arm feels heavy and numb. It's walking too much. And it was her. It's like her damaged arm too. So, and she had uh, she she was she had allergies, and so she's coughing and sneezing the whole fucking yeah, time. And I'm nice. like, I think you have Walker's lung. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we went and saw the Capitol, yep. and then we went and saw the Washington Monument, yep. and then we walked really, really, really far to the White House. Then we walked to the White House. And then, so, what, was that Promkin directions to get there? Oh no, mm-hmm. nope. Somebody had it down. <laughs> Look, this is, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have brought this up, but this was bullshit. So first of all, the first we were going to go to the left to the White House, mm-hmm. but then we realized actually it was to the right. I was turned around. So you can understand. We didn't walk. My to the left. hesitancy. No, I was turned around. But that's where around. he was telling me we were headed. And I thought we were way. on the exact opposite side of where we were. Somehow, and then in my for mind. like five blocks, he's like, "It's going to be on the next block. It's going to be on the next block. So it's going to be on the next block." And my kids are sweating, and you know, I'm getting, like, getting walkers long. "Are you sure you know long. where you're going?" So then, like, I think I think I was I'm losing it a little bit myself as well. <laughs> so I turn and I see this building, and it looks fancy. I'm like, "There it is. <laughs> it's the fucking treasury." And she's like, "The Department of Treasury," and I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> So, so then we why backed out and you even thought that was the White House? Like I walked up, I'm like, "What is he doing?" He's like, "There it is." I'm like, "Seriously?" Well, like, like, does that look even slightly like the White House? Is it even white? Unless no. that's no, the back of it. You never, you, you, you never, you never seen the back of it. Trick the British people; they wouldn't know any better. <laughs> God. And there's like armed people all over the place. I'm like, this is it. This is, you know, let's wrap it up. Let's take it all in. And then, so then, like, she's been telling me I don't know where I'm going for so long that now I'm like, maybe I don't know where I'm going. No, I didn't tell you anything. I just asked you. It was your insecurity in where you were going so that then was I, an issue. I finally asked somebody. I was like, where's the way out? They're like, next, next block left. And I was like, yeah, I told you I knew where I was going. So You up. wouldn't have asked somebody if he was certain <clears throat> as to where he was going. You made me doubt myself. Uh, I think anyone has that power. supposed to be power. standing strong behind me. 
<laughs> he knows where he's going. That's why I need a confident. He knows where he's going. Yeah. So we saw the White House, and we saw all the crazy people that sit in front of the White House that do fucking yoga. Oh, and, okay. I just thought he was just seeing protesting people. Yeah, them folks. And, you know, the children are the future. You're killing the children. Uh, and then we packed up and had to walk back. Now, on the way back, I'm carrying Selena on my shoulders because she had had it. And it's a lot of walking for those little legs. Yeah, it's a lot of walking. She had been so a trooper. I got her a good distance, and then she, she, I think her legs were going to sleep, and she needed to get down. But um, there was this rambunctious group of kids. And when I say kids, I mean probably 16-year-old, 17. Oh, they were even younger. And, like, I... I they were throwing water on each other. They're pushing each other around. I wanted to get past these kids so bad. Just kids having fun outside on a hot day. Yeah, like a field trip or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I need to get, I need to get around these kids. I need to separate my group from this group immediately because something is going to happen. Something stupid is going to happen. So I'm walking. I got my kid on my shoulders. This kid shoves this other kid. The kid fucking pushes into me. So I fucking elbow back. Like to this kid, and I sent him probably five feet, you know, off me. And he turned around, like, "What's going on?" And I, and I was like, "Stay the fuck away from my family." And, and <laughs> <laughs> shoved and threatened a minor. <laughs> I didn't shove. I was wasn't a shove. It was like it was like a it was like a push back, uh-huh. you know. Like as he pushed into me, and I was just like, "Put him, put him back a little bit, check and, him." And stay, yeah, yeah. It was like a little check. I was, stay the fuck away from my family. And I I actually felt a little guilty when I said that because it came across a little harsh. But I, I, what I meant to say was like, "Don't bump into my kids." Yeah. But what, what came out sense. was something different. Um, so then we got around them. <sighs> got back to the car finally after all sorts of complaints. And Jane is dying of Walker's lung. <laughs> like, uh, numb we, arm. We, yeah, no, her, no, her arm is numb and her back of her knees are hurting. <laughs> and we got to the car and got out of there. And we had a power aid, which tasted like a slice of heaven. And. We then got caught in traffic on the way back. We did pretty good because the HOV lane, like we were able to hustle a good bit, but you know, it was still paying the balls. And then we had seafood, yeah, and drinks and stuff, and that was cool. And then did we do anything else that night? No, right? Uh, no. So that was Thursday. And I then, mean, we didn't get. By the time we we went and got ice cream, and then we went and got the seafood, and then we came home and I cooked, and then by the time we ate. It was it was kind of late, and we knew that. Yeah, more work to be done the next day. So I think that was kind of an early night. Yeah. So then Friday we had. Uh, we went shopping. Yes, we went shopping. We went to Columbia, walked around the mall a good Target bit. Mall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And Target. Yeah, because Katie wanted to experience the finer things that America has to offer, <laughs> like <laughs> Target, Bath and Body Works, like, oh, yeah. Target. Um. Uh, a grocery store. Container store. It was funny. Uh, Cody, Cody's a pretty funny guy. If like you, if you allow him to be funny, you know, like if you give him a minute to breathe to drop the punchline or two, he's pretty funny. Like it was like a when we did that skull fest uh, tabletop or round table discussion, and I was like, Cody, what are your thoughts? I was like, Nothing. It's a transformer. Right? I don't care. And I was like, Well, does the swan on your head have a have an opinion. He's like, no, he's keeping his bloody beak out of it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was cool. And then Friday. And then I took them to Wegmans and. Oh, fancy. Yeah. Fancy grocery store. Well, poor Deluxe hit me up. I didn't know what time Deluxe oh, was getting yeah, to well, my house. Funny. And Deluxe hit me up at like 1030 and was like, where are you at, Bubba? And I was like, 
where are you at? More importantly, he's like, I want your front porch. And I was like, well, it's going to be about two hours. Before oh, I- God. <laughs> you left him out front for So two I was like, look, hours. go across the street, get something to eat. You know, like there's all sorts uh, of, you know, yeah. get, get some lunch and shit. And then, I thought you meant like to your neighbors. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Um, and Knock then on I, the doors. Yeah, and then I'll be back. Take you in. He went to the car and went to sleep. Left the car running, got some AC, and went to sleep. You know, and, and the car running for two hours waiting for you. Yeah, it's a rental. Who gives a shit? You oh, know? okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then I I came back and let him in, and then they went to the grocery store, and then we hung out for a good bit, and then people started showing up. Joe Britt, um, who the fuck else? Uh, Troy and his girlfriend. Not till they didn't get there till later. They got there later. Who? Joe. Who, Joe, Joe came, came, of course. Came. Robert he was late. came. Robert yeah, Robert came. Robert came in an extremely long T-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he was rocking the Baltimore style. <laughs> yeah, he yeah yeah he came in like either old school Baltimore style or modern day jihad style. <laughs> <laughs> oh Mike. Mike. Yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Mike, Mike came early. Came. He was the guy who was falling he was, asleep with his eyes wide open. Yeah, that, that was, was crazy. Wild. You you saw that, right? Because I felt like when I was, <laughs> he was like, I thought it was, a, I was, I heard heavy breathing. I'm like, someone's falling asleep. I was looking around, but everyone had their eyes wide open, so I had to listen for it. But he was just like, and then he staring at you, wide dozed eyes. off. <sighs> Selena, you got something? You want to say something? You sure? Now you shy. She, 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 Selena says she wants something healthy, but she doesn't really have a good idea of what healthy is. She just ate some coffee ice cream. Oh. So. Not. <laughs> um, Robert D. Route of parenting? Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, who else? Did anybody? Oh, yeah. But Joe, he, that dude was like, he was sitting there and he's like. <laughs> and then his eyes closed. <laughs> And apparently he was snoring so bad, Matt went out and slept in the car. Oh, in the middle of the night? Yeah. Really? Yeah, so bad. Uh, but we had a good time. We had a good, that dinner was amazing. The raviolis and um, turkey mountain. Turkey mountain. Milanese. Yeah. And, uh, garlic knots. Garlic knots. It was fucking delish. And... I got that theater room with me, me and Robert D. He snored, but it wasn't loud. It, w- it was like... White noise. Yeah, yeah. It was that kind of snoring. Yeah, that kind of snoring that just puts you to sleep also. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. Let me uh, mute this real quick. Wait, which one are you on? That's you. So let me mute that one. Yeah. All right. Um, And then Saturday. uh, I'm trying to think. Like, it seemed like it just started going at it but i don't remember because well, there were already so many people here yeah yeah from the night yeah from after, everyone was up by around like 11 everyone was upstairs so how did how did how did we feel about it i i, I keep hearing people saying it was more laid back but i didn't really necessarily feel that it was more laid back maybe like everyone is more acquainted now mm. that's that's the thing if, like if, this is my fourth I've been here since the first one. I think this is the fourth yeah, one. Yeah, this is the fourth one. So the first one, I didn't know anybody. Second one and third one, people would start being acquaintances. And between the third one and this one, I start talking more to people outside of just being at Skullfest. So like, I feel like I know them. Yeah. So for me, I was more comfortable. Hmm. And also, like you not 
cooking outside. Like you just mingling around with people. And then we had this back room here set up for podcasting. People just wander in and out and just chatted with everybody. That it's was nice. That was nice. It was nice to to get mingling. I mean, you had to do everything, unfortunately. So that's less than optimal. What is your experience like from your vantage point of the kitchen? I mean, how so? I mean, what were your thoughts? Oh, I mean, I still thought it went smoother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't have anything. You didn't have to film anything this year either. I think people. The main thing. Yeah. I think people did spread out more. Do you know what I mean? I I think that there's something to people feeling more comfortable having been here a couple times and, you know, people hanging out in the dining room, people on the front porch, people in the family room, people in the basement, people outside in the rain. You know, people were just everywhere, so it didn't ever feel, like, insanely crowded. Like, I feel like previously it's been everybody's outside and then everybody's in the basement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and there was just, people were more distributed. It was crazy to me that I still somehow like didn't get a few seconds with this person and didn't get a few seconds with that person. Like I got to talk to a lot more people overall, but like uh, Dave hit me up today and was like, "Man, I still didn't really get a chance to kick it with you at all." I was like, "Dude, I was thinking the exact same thing." You know, just so strange. Um, It's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's. I mean, I guess that's ultimately what it is. But, um. And then, you know, Sunday had a pretty big breakfast spread. You couldn't make it Sunday. Out work. <clears throat> uh, had a pretty big breakfast spread and, and then chilled out. We had a French toast. Chilled out a bit in the basement and then. Did. French toast. Pancakes. Pancakes. I only got French toast one year. Six and a half pounds of bacon. Really? Well, I only came one Sunday. Oh. It's like every day I take off is $400. Right. Out of my pocket. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I don't think anybody went hungry. I kept hearing positive things about the food. We had a different menu this year, a various mm-hmm. uh, Mexican menu. Which we didn't purposely plan for Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, it was on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of funny. I thought it was on purpose. No, no. it was okay. totally not. And everybody was sending me uh, photoshops of uh, me in a sombrero uh, the day before. Oh, man, I didn't see that. Yeah, they were pretty good. Uh, and then... Uh, Sunday, I actually went over to Pinkerton's house because Jisk was still there and Cody was there. Yeah, they were over there Friday night. Yeah, and I talked to them a good bit, uh, which was nice. And then Monday's kind of back to business, you know, whatever that means. Hmm? Finish cleaning up. Yeah, 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 we cleaned up. I I had the basement pretty much cleaned up Sunday. Priorities. <laughs> of course, come on. Man. I mean, the, the upstairs <laughs> was clearly too. the only part of the house that needed to be cleaned. And then did I? Well, Robert D cleaned the tub for you. Yeah, and you know that that part, the enamel paint on the enamel. I, I scratched it off today. Like it's just, it would have taken no effort at all. Like I just went in there with my fingernails, came right off. You know, break. Um, but yeah, we re- we videoed that live. Oh, and nice. He went on. There's this guy. Uh, they call him Diggler or whatever. He Diggler? is a troll. He's been like he's a scammer and a troll. I th- I think Diggler's like his real name, and he goes by aliases or whatever. He's been trolling a lot of our stuff recently. Like he trolled. Is this scammer for what? Like Transformers or it's collectors or? I th- yes, toys. I think mainly Transformers. Okay. He trolls the Manny video that we posted on our Facebook. 
and he trolled a the live video that we put on Shattercast for Robert D. Clean in the Tub. And, you know, it's always like... How so? Uh, just like, you know, like, uh, I think on both of them he dropped some F-bombs, you know? Like, uh, and I'm not talking about fuck. I'm talking oh. about... Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you know, always, you know, fat, you fat bitches, you F bomb this and, and that. And, you know, so I've, I've got my, I got, he's, he's on my radar right now. That's a, that's a low, low, not very highly skilled troll. <laughs> no, no, he's not very good at it. That's kind of trash. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, just, he's just getting, he's just getting warmed up. Maybe <laughs> it's like a fifth grader kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think, and then uh, I, I did clean up part of it on on the middle floor on Sunday. I vacuumed a couple of the rooms, and the kids actually cleaned the bathrooms. I did. And oh man, feeding a bunch of people Mexican food. I know. Well, Jaina actually came to me Sunday, and she's like, "I need to make more money. I need to make more money." I'm like, "Well, all these bathrooms still need to be cleaned." Like, with all the bathrooms blown up. So she went. I don't know. There don't was know. there were some that were supposedly destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can neither confirm nor. I actually did think deny. about that. Like after we had everything planned, I'm like, oh god, all these people are going to sleep here, and I'm feeding them all this food. <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah. I don't think I don't think any toilets got clogged. Or nope. I didn't come into any complete horrendous disaster. So I think it was fine. People were respectful if they did need to. <laughs> yeah, there was that. There was that one bit of dust drama. So, uh, dust missing. To- oh, you weren't there for that. Saturday, yeah, was Saturday evening. Yeah. So, the fans' toys RCs got delivered, mm-hmm. and there was like not. There was supposed to be nine of them, and there was only. It turns out there was only eight in the box. Okay. So everybody kind of took theirs. You know, like okay, I was in for one. I was in for one. I was in for one. Blah, blah, blah. Then Dust goes to take his, and there's none in there. Mm. So, unfortunately, his immediate kind of assumption was theft. Mm. Uh, so he like, you know, he was, you know, he was upset, you know, understandably. But I was like, I was telling him then, I was like, dude, nobody took that. You know, the guests here are handpicked. Yeah, nobody took no that. One a, no one brought a friend this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, nobody took it. There's, there's too much to lose by fucking up here. You know, like and it costs you're gonna, more than that to get here. You will lose. Yeah, it's, it's gonna cost more than that for you to get here. And if you were here, chances are these are most of the people that you would consider friends inside of this. Yeah. So you're gonna throw all that away for a hundred bucks when it costs you a hundred fifty to come out in the first place. Yeah. You know. But uh, it didn't stop him from making a Facebook post where he was like, some animal took my, you know, and all this, that, and the third. And, and unfortunately, I mean, that, that makes my situation, I mean, it makes my house, makes my party look bad, yeah, you know? Yeah. But uh, then he, t- I think he took it down. Yeah, he took it down. He put up, like, he apologized. Like, you know, like, no, it was a short count. Turns out it was a short count. A short count. And luckily, Hung from 215 took a picture of it for whatever reason. Before he sent it, so like oh, he you just can actually yeah. see that yep. it was oh yep. So that all you know ended up working not, itself out. Like, yeah, it, this hasn't been a good few days for him. He's like really sick now. I think. That's Who does? He's sick. I think so. I think on the Facebook, he's not doing. Really? I thought he posted that he was sick. I oh, I'll have to look into that. Get better, Dust. Um, hopefully, some animal didn't make you sick. You know what I mean? 
Uh, let's see. There was what else? Was there any other little? That was that was the only little bit of drama. It was just unfortunate because it got out. Like I, I, you know, Cape Cod John hit me up and was like, "I heard Skullfest was a success. Too bad about the dust situation." I'm like, "Dude, nobody took that." Upper respiratory infection and tore lining on my esophagus due to morning flu attack. And then an hour later, now a fever. Yeesh. Oof. Hope you feel better. Hope you didn't catch something from (laughs) from your. I hope it's not still here. (laughs) (laughs) Um. And then, uh, let's see, I cleaned uh, 12 bags of trash. That's trash. That's trash. Oh, yeah. That was bad. I felt so bad. They, like, sat outside of my house. Like, I mean, I, th- I asked them, can I? I'm going to throw these in here, man. I'm going to throw these in the, in the trash trucks too much. Oh, for, yeah. I'm asking too much. Of for the guy. trash man. Yeah. Oh, nice of you. Yeah, so, like, I, I I threw them all in there, but then they were, like, outside compacting it for, like, 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> like, mm, mm. I was like, oh. Um, so, but, yeah, otherwise it was pretty much uneventful now it's kind of getting back to business i need to make some changes like uh in in my video content and what i'm doing i need to switch it up a little i need to something spice i need some spice in my life mm-hmm. i'm tired of doing the same old shit you know so i'm gonna start doing some i got i'm still gonna be doing some reviews of course but you've been adding stuff you've been adding, yeah to sit down saturdays you did a book review again yeah 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 i, I just want to i just want to shake it up man i'm just getting i don't know it's it's it almost like it's it's too comfortable where it is. I don't feel your creative legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We started working on a new diorama. Yeah. <laughs> he was a little cranky. Why? I don't know. He got super cranky. Well, like, I fucking, you know, I, I wiped up the floor with a rag, you know? And, like, it wasn't but 10 minutes before Selena spills ice cream all over the goddamn floor. And I, and then like, in my opinion, we should have put her through the ringer for that. Like it's this because <laughs> you don't get food all over the place. No, no, but it's 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 how it happened. Like it happened because she won't sit properly in the chair, so she gets off balance and hits something trying to catch herself and flings ice cream all over the floor, <laughs> and. Had that, like, I do think, had that been Jaina and I wasn't here, I would have came home and you would have had her head mounted on the wall. That would have been it for Jaina. I don't think so. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Jaina leaves her hairbrush somewhere and you're leaning on her heavier than when you would lean on Selena for sitting like an idiot and have slinging ice cream all over the floor that we just cleaned. Slinging ice cream all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> And and then you know it's just yeah it just it didn't it put me in a weird vibe like I you know like I was just it we we're t- constantly I'm constantly telling Selena to sit properly because she perches I'm up constantly like constantly telling all of them to sit properly but her specifically she sits up like a <laughs> like a perched crow <laughs> while she eats it drives me nuts. Um, it was nice, like, uh, you know, some people that were there this year that haven't been there in the past, like, Intex was there. It was cool. I talked to him about music for a while. We recorded, a like, Adam was in here uh, recording Nerve Rage bonus content, like, the entire time. And at first, like, there was a part of me that was like, man, get out there and, and mingle some. Like, get out there. And, and But, you know, then I was like, you know what? He's happy. He's happy in there. And people are enjoying going in there and having little yeah, conversations. When, when so we realized what's going on, like, you know, people came in and out. Yeah. That was good rotating. 
Yeah, like, so I was like, whatever. I did get a minute to talk to Tyler. That was cool. And Manny, I had a moment with Tyler's him. Tyler's working, as usual. So, what, while he was there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always. 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 The man's hustling. Hustling. But yeah. And then uh, Chris came over today and hung out for a bit. Um, you know, and then, <clears throat> and then you know, talk, we talked about that other conversation that you, you know, it was interesting. So, same shit. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, goodness. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, what about you, Joe? Anything else in your inner week this week? Um, I'm caught up on South Park. Really? <laughs> yeah, like now, all the way caught up? Yeah. Like, I, how far were you behind? I don't know, like two seasons. Like, like it's funny because like rewatching South Park because they're so in the moment, yeah, relevant. Like, I could, I know without checking. What when, it, when it yeah, yeah when it came out like like when the election it's almost election. like a time machine yeah man it's it so good it, I can't believe it's still around and then um, starting to catch up on Voltron I'm in like middle of season three it's, it's a good show I like it yeah. I know I know it's not your cup yeah, but it's fine you didn't you didn't even watch it no I watched the first season you watched the whole first season I think I tried to watch it Oof. yeah we couldn't we couldn't we got like four or five episodes in I think small kid, kids kids sees I guess. Yeah, it was too and, too kids. Part two anime for you guys. No, that didn't bother me. It was just the kids. It's, it was very kiddie. It, it just it's not aimed for me. No, it's and it, it's 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 not a demographics of just kids. It's like age five and up, and I'm the and up part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam likes it too. Like a lot, a lot of. Like I think grown he, up like yeah. at least people in, in anime is into it because like on my Facebook. Page, you know, I'm friends with a lot of con friends and stuff. So, like, Voltron stuff is pretty normal for yeah. adults. How did Adam trigger you when we were doing the thing? You were like, Joe's already triggered. And you were like, whose fault is that? Oh, 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 we're talking about Star Wars, man. Oh, in I here. Was, yeah, in here. Yeah, I was yeah, arguing yeah. about Star Wars. You man. got pinned down, man. You should have called for reinforcements. <laughs> I'd have came in. No, I j- just, he wasn't picking sides, but he definitely knew where I was coming from. Even though he doesn't like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But he was like, <laughs> at one point, he was like, Adam. Do you have empathy? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he was like, I don't think you you can put yourself in other people's shoes and understand how they feel. <laughs> and just kept saying, like, um, you know, like I talked to him a good bit on the phone. He was like, man, he was like, there was times where I was like, like I think at that time he's like, I'm sitting in here podcasting with Joe and Adam and Chris is hanging out and this and that. And he's like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. You know? it was, and, and the thing is, like, even the argument gets... Heated, it gets intense, but it's not heated. It yeah, was yeah, never, yeah. I never have negative feels towards towards Adam. Right, right, and right. And I don't think he does towards me. It's just because he did, and then afterwards, we're like, and we just, we just chilled afterwards. Yeah, yeah. He, um, uh, we had to. What was your argument? I guess whether or not Last Jedi sucks would be my guess. More or less, and then he, him telling me what a good story is, and me telling him that's subjective, and him telling no, there is such a thing as objectively a good story, and how. Things are have to be structured a certain way since the ancient times, and I'm like, <laughs> slavery. What slavery was in ancient times, and we changed that. But I'll, you know, to be, I mean, but, uh, hey, listen to the Patreon episode, guys, if you want to hear that argument. Yeah, and plus, there's gonna be like, uh, uh, there's also like this. You know, there are plenty of movies that break the traditional storytelling and then are considered brilliant because yeah. of that. Yeah, you know. a lot of stuff doesn't have to follow a structure, but like. That the point of the whole thing argument really it, it straight away from Star Wars it, it straight for me personally into like you have to understand certain things are subjective and certain you know just 
just because you feel a certain way about something doesn't make it objective. Well, you know what's funny is we had that. Uh, I hate having conversations about Adam. Adam's not here, but we had that. Yeah. We had that conversation uh, about beauty, right? A, a person, like a, a a beautiful person, and he was like, "Well, there is this person that like is scientifically proven to be like the most beautiful planet person on the planet. Like her yeah. face is like the most symmetrical." Yeah. Blah blah blah. So then we googled her, and we were both like. Not really into yeah, her. Me either. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's no. anything scientific about beauty. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's it was very just, Well, th- there's an idea that what makes a person attractive. Right, no, is, I know. Right. I've heard this conversation. Right, but then we looked that person up, and we yeah. were both like, no, not yeah. for us. So. It's different for everybody. I mean, same with body types. There's no perfect body just because everyone likes something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they have a scientific like measurement for the curve of the perfect ass, but... If you right. ask the right person, they, what they is perfect? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had to take Dante's keys because he was podcasting. Oh. Um, he got very chatty. Dante got very chatty, and on the podcast, oh. just in general, oh, and that's usually a telltale that he's, he's. No, he was he was on. I don't know what you guys were doing. That was when you were talking to the Intex. Yeah, yeah, but he he was. Um, I've known Dante for a long time, but when he was being that chatty, I was like, Dante, you're not driving home tonight. Mm. So and he was like, what? I'm going to have some water next. I was like, nope, I'm texting Sarah. You're not driving home tonight. So I went up and got his keys. No, I went up and got to talk to Laura. Laura was like, you need to take his keys. So I was like, fuck. I was like, this Maybe could go. Get slapped. <laughs> this could go one of many ways. <laughs> BGJ, you. So I came downstairs, and the first person I ran into was JD. <clears throat> and um and I was like I was like hey man you got some grit and he was like what do you mean and I was like I mean you got some grit and he was like I don't know I guess That's and I was like and I was like okay I'm going in here to get Dante's keys I don't assume that there's going to be any issue but if there is you need to be ready for anything and he's like okay and like we came in here and I like I got down and I, I luckily I like. There's been times where something has happened and Dante has stood up in my defense, right? And I've been like, it's chill, no big deal. And Dante be like, look, man, there's not many of us left, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know. And so I, I got down and I was like, Dante, you know, I love you. You know, I care about you. I respect you. I need your keys. And he was like, my keys? And I was like, because there's not many of us left. Mm-hmm. And then he handed them over. Yeah, that's what I said to him, too. I was like, I'm not losing any more of you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So took more time to hang out with him anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, well, then I thought, then I thought I was in danger again because he podcasted from then on for like four more hours. Oh. Yeah, it's all recorded that I have to sort through at some point. That's like eight, ten hours of recording. So I was packing everything up to go to bed, and I turned off the you know all the detolf lights. Most of them are on surge protectors, so mm-hmm. I t- turned off. The ones out there, and then the ones in here, and then these, and then this one. But all the computer shit was hooked up to that one. So when I turned it off, it cut that off and cut everything he had been recording off. And I was like, I am so sorry. Oh, shit. And he was like, it's cool. I just saved it like 20 minutes ago. So it was just like 20 minutes worth of shit. But I was like, here we go. This is it. So, yeah. I wish we, uh, that's we didn't think about it. We should have started feeding Robert D alcohol first thing when he woke up on Saturday. Oh yeah, to have kept him there. Yeah, yeah. We, we try to get get you to call his wife 
yeah. To have the uh, wife influence. Have, have my mom call your mom. <laughs> exactly. And, and see if it can stay I longer. I felt bad because I think he was sad. Yeah, he was definitely yeah, sad. I'm glad he at least made it down on Friday. Got to hang out with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was nice that he was. That sucks. He, he left at, what, 1230? No, no, it was 10, before 1030. 1030, yeah. Before people even came. And he left on time, which fucked me up. Because in my mind, Robert's like, I got to leave at 1030. I'm like, he'll be out here by 3. You know, he had a he mission. He said that Lisa had like a sitter from like 1030 to 230 and he didn't know if that, you know, she was expecting him to be home right at 230 because she might be in the city at school studying. Mm. So he really felt like he needed to be there by 230. Yeah. Yeah, he missed so. everybody. He was very upset uh, on his ride home. No, I'm sorry. On his ride to my house. I'm going to read you some of the text messages. Oh, I'm so Robert glad he D. was texting while he was driving. Yeah, well, maybe he text, was... Uh, voice to chat. There you go. That's what he was doing. So he said... Uh, this is out of nowhere. Your location is trash. <laughs> I said, where are you? He said, I'm in a gravitational well. Dude, he was he was I think he was drunk when he was telling me that. He's like it, it takes three hours to get home, it takes four and a half hours to get to your place. I'm like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And then like, he was <laughs> Well he he got lost. He got he ended up on Caton Avenue somehow and I don't know. And and he was like, Your and then he just says, Your state is trash. And I said, Your borough is super trash. And he said, At least I have boroughs. You got war zones and woods. <laughs> and then I said, Where are you? He said, I'm transversing the event horizon. <laughs> I said, are you in Maryland? And he said, yes. I said, are you past Baltimore? He said, goddamn trash drive. How should I know? (laughs) I said, well, did you see Baltimore on your right? And he said, trash highways, trees. (laughs) And I said, well, then you got a ways to go. And he said, just millions of trash trees. Been driving three and a half trash hours. When I get where when I get there, where should I park? I said opposite side of the mailbox. He, it says uh, my navig. I asked my navigator, wh- um, what time should I be there? And it said trash. <laughs> I said that doesn't make any sense. And he said trash. And then he sent me pictures of people on Caden Avenue. Oh God. And then I said, are you in the city? And he said, I got lost. I bet oh, you're. Oh my God. Why would be in the city. How would? And then he said, I bet your house is hot as trash. And then he said, tell that, uh, oh, that was later on. <laughs> um, Sounds like that was probably when we wanted to hear. <laughs> then he texted me on Saturday um, at 6.16. He said, uh, I'm, I'm partying. I'm in, you know, I'm in heavy, heavy party mode at that yeah. point. And he said, hey, did you give Pinkerton the big Gundam box? I said, don't ask me any questions on a Saturday. <laughs> um, He's still bringing Gundams. God Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was basically it. Uh, anything else? Yeah, Pink- Pinkerton's kid, is the oldest kid, I think. Is- Frosty Flakes? Yeah. Murder <laughs> Mace? Flakes, yeah. He's getting the- yeah. I talked to him for a bit. He's getting into Gundams now. I'm like, yes, got one. <laughs> Don't get too excited. You know, he's still young and impressionable. You exactly. Never- <laughs> he might be waiting for certain they- things to stick or not to stick. That's how you build anime nerds. You get them while they're young. While they're young. Yeah, you have to because they're not meant for adult sensibilities. Yeah, we'll see once we do a, some movie review. Oh yeah, they're going to do that Monday. So we have a ton of that's something else we should mention. We have a ton of Patreon content coming. Uh we have 
like this bonus stuff from Skullfest that's going exclusively to Patreon. We have uh, ten hours of content. Ten hours of content <laughs> that's going exclusively to Patreon. <laughs> no, definitely edited. Oh, oh man, I, I was talking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think I was too. Um, we were drunk, so. Take it all with a grain of salt. Not me. That was I just, was going to say, sober. Joe wasn't. He was just. I was, I was just being honest and true to myself, and it's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I wanted to say, but there's uh, there is a ton of stuff coming, and I, I just showed Joe the uh, outtakes from the Skullfest yeah, stuff. It's pretty, times, pretty fucking like, funny. She's <laughs> I'm sending him two Skullfests a year. Yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the second one. The second one is Domino's Pizza for dinner, Domino's Pizza for breakfast, and then Domino's Pizza again. And for- you know what? I bet nobody would complain. Yeah. Maybe. I- I'd be happy with it. But that I, I, I mean, I'm I'm just here to chill. Bobby, Nick, he's not happy with it. No, I'm happy with. I'm always happy yeah, with pizza. Not. There was wasn't there one Skullfest that we ended up ordering pizza at night. Mm-mm. What was that? You remember that? It was like it's a party. We had releases. No, we had dinner, and then people were like still hungry. Oh, that was, was like was a party f- party, not like. Oh, okay. I remember people complaining about not having enough burgers the first year. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> oh, let them complain to me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never come again. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Par- really. Partially kidding. Um. So we do have a little bit of news this week. Actually, we have a fair amount of news. But one of which is phone booth swag. So Bill and Ted is coming back for a third film. Nice. It's confirmed. They're both, the original actors are on board. Keanu. Oh, my God. They're going to be like 100 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That, that, that makes it good. Um. Oh, I have a bad feeling about that. So, like, there's a picture of them. Oh yeah, Mm-mm. this is not going to be good. Are you sure? It's a comedy, so it should be fine. Like you know what? I actually don't remember the first first movies I watched. I know I watched them as, Let as a kid. Let me see the picture again. But it's just cool. I like Keanu Reeves. I, I'm, Keanu. I'm a Keanu, I'm a Keanu fan. Like, yeah. I like just about everything. That's probably he's the in. most disturbing Keanu Reeves has ever looked. He looks like Rob Zombie. Yeah, I can see that. Hmm. Well, there you go. Uh, but it was official in a press release, so now it's like it's not just rumor; like it's That's it's cool. a thing. I'm down with it. Are you? Sure. I like I said, I'm a Keanu. Re- I I would watch just for Keanu. If Do you, are else. you a Matrix person? I love Matrix. Oh, really? Growth. What do you love about it? Everything. You know what I am interested about. I mean, in? I watched it when it first. I mean, came so out. do we. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just more I into just into got... cyberpunk and stuff. Like, it's just. Same as you guys not being anime people, and I am. Like maybe it speaks more to my sensibility because it's heavily influenced by anime. Hmm. Yeah. And also, I was into computers and internet. Like I was on the internet before it was an internet. Is like, it? I was on it when it was just bulletin boards. Yeah, I avoided email like pretty much. Yeah, got out too. of college without even really. Yeah. So it's a difference. <laughs> like I'm a like a tech person. Yeah. Is it heavily influenced by bad story writing too, or is that just? <laughs> Good stories and bad stories are subjective. <laughs> <laughs> so you say. Doesn't Adam likes The Matrix, though, doesn't he? Uh, he he likes the first person. one. Most people like at least the first one. Yeah, I didn't even like the first one. To me, the first one wasn't original enough like to be getting this credit for being so original. I'd be curious to watch it again. 
Yeah. I mean, like it. it so, see, but I in, in American really, cinema, I didn't care for it at all. It had, it had a lot of, especially with the action. Like, like I grew up watching that specific kind of action. Like that's Hong Kong choreography. So, like for it to come into Jesus Christ, Western... he name drops Hong Kong one more time. <laughs> when... <laughs> when... I feel like it's the first time I heard him say Hong Kong. Whose two side are you on tonight? I'm just saying. Yeah, on my own. Yeah. My own side. Mm. And what other like like virtual what cyberpunk type movie did we have before that? No, it's not. It's not. So it's not Johnny the look, Mnemonic. No, 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 no. So it's not, it's not the look or the feel. It's just like I'm like, oh, okay, this is from Alice in Wonderland. Oh, okay, this is from Alien. This is from this, and this is from Mortal Kombat, and this is you know it was like. But I mean, you can do that with anything, right? Sure, but I think it was because I don't disagree. But I think it was because how people were saying it's so creative that I was like, no, I don't see that in this. To me, this is like a American pop movie greatest hits. I think it's more of the concept of being jacked into the matrix. Yeah, no, and, and I and think... How you can relate if you are an office cubicle worker. And I think the Matrix concept is cool. Like, I, I think that's... I mean, I think that's what it was. Yeah, so I think that conceptually is cool. I just don't think that's enough to give weight enough to the movie to say it's a good movie. Maybe it didn't... I mean, the objective story. I mean, rather, I mean, like, rather subjectively, we oh, like, right, we like it or not, it's definitely part of American pop culture. Oh, for right? sure, like, for sure, deep, mm-hmm. deeply. Dude, I'll never forget. Um, uh, around the time that the Matrix came out, my buddy Mario who passed away. He Mario he loved the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Mario he, yeah, he definitely loved the Matrix. As I'm getting ready to illustrate. Uh, he also was quite fond of himself as well. <laughs> uh, God bless him. But he, he, so I used to go to his house all the time and he would like take a shower or whatever and I would be left to my own devices. And he had this notebook sitting out and I saw, I went looking through this notebook and like, it's terrible. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. In this kids. And this one had a uh, it was like it was like it was, a, it was a, like it was like remember those spiral notebooks that had the little tabs and you write a little on a piece of paper yeah, yeah. and then you slide it into the tab. Yeah and, and it said sub- subjects yeah. and it said movie plots and I was like, I'm definitely <laughs> <reading> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> He's working on a screenplay, man. Come on, it was not done. So let me tell you about my buddy Mario. My buddy Mario was Afro Cuban. Okay. Um so uh, and that's that's all you really need for this story, okay? Uh, so I'm reading the script. I'm reading the screenplay. He's working on. He's like, you know, the door slams and da da da, and the head is f- taken off at the shoulders. And rah, 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 you know what I mean? And there's like, enter the one, an Afro-Cuban male. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you guys? Uh, probably like like probably so. twenty two, twenty one, somewhere in there. <laughs> to be fair, you know, you, you put yourself in your as main character of your own story, right? Yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like you put yourself right, and it wasn't meant to be read. That's a fact. That's a fact. But I feel like you put yourself in, but you don't necessarily make it you. <laughs> Do you know, like this was him. Like, like, I, like I like put my vo- I would put my voice in the character. Like this guy is going to speak from my perspective how mm-hmm. I feel about this kind of shit. But I'm not going to be like. Enter the chosen one. His bald head gleamed in the sunlight. Like I'm, I, like I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Also, real quick, we, we for the second year in a row with Nerve Rage members changing, we were able to get the entire Nerve Rage team together. Almost didn't happen. Oh, yeah. Almost didn't happen. Oh, yeah, I had, had to, to leave, and Dante, Dante just late. made it. Yeah. And our the team, like, doubled this year. Yeah. Yeah. But well, did it? No, it didn't no, double. Really the well, only new person was... Manny and Marilyn Phil. Yeah. But oh, speaking of which, Phil... I did save that piece of cake for Joe, and oh, yeah. he did eat it, and he thoroughly enjoyed I, it. I ate the first thing I walked in. They said there was cake, and I ate it. <laughs> That's the first thing I did. And, and, and we gave and we gave him the last we had saved in the last root beer because Phil always brings you root beer yeah. too. He did. He, he's he always looks up on me, man. Said so they were gonna kick what? Hmm? Or you say cake? Cake. cake. Oh, so you say? <laughs> I thought you were talking about more Hong Kong fighting. Yeah, Manny and Manny and Phil. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it was nice. It was nice. So Manny needs to make two more mugs. Two more mugs. And then maybe three, but more on that another day. Yeah. More on that another day. Do I know about this? Uh, No. We had pictures with and without him, right? Yeah, for a little insurance. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so I'm gonna pause it real quick because I'm gonna we're gonna watch this trailer together, and and then uh, we'll I'll tell you the the other person in the running. It's top secret. All right, so Robin Hood is coming back. How do we feel about that? Uh, uh, do we need another Robin Hood movie? Like, does anybody feel like, you know what I haven't had enough of? Robin Hood. Like, the only thing interesting at all was, like, the mix of modern and old and ta- old, old-timey setting. But, like, other than that, I'm, like, not intrigued at all. It seemed very bland. Well, I mean, it looks fine. It looks like, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Exactly. We'll, we'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, I know we'll watch it, but I just feel like, like so. I'll enjoy it more than you do because you're uh, very critical. That's fair, but the best Robin Hood movie to date is what? It's a. This is not the Disney this, version. This is not objective. This is a fact. <laughs> no, the Fox one. The Fox one. <laughs> I do like the Fox. The one. Fox no, one no is the best. The Disney one. Yeah. yeah. You don't like it's, Men in Tights. No, I mean not you not don't in like terms Kevin of Kevin Cosner. No, that one is or trash. Russell Crowe. <laughs> That one's not good either. I didn't watch any of those. <laughs> I remember my mom made me watch the Kevin Costner one, but I, I don't remember enjoying it. But the Fox one is solid. That is one of your favorite Disney movies, isn't it? Yeah, without it, it might be my favorite Disney. I, movie. I don't see one over there. <laughs> well, you fo- should have there's one. There's a fox over there, yeah. though. Just Brer Fox. I, I'm well, you're into dolls now. You can make him a little Robin Hood costume. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, I hit the button by accident. Um. But yeah, I just don't feel like I don't know. I don't I don't feel like I maybe I needed the Kevin Costner one when it came out. I was like cool, sweet of fucking live action Robin Hood. Oh, at the yeah. time, I mean, you know, I mean, not age well, but but I don't even think that thing aged well by the time it got on DVD or you know VHS. It was like, "Whoa, wait a minute. This isn't good." I bought this Ewok Village twice for nothing. <laughs> well, maybe that's why they're trying again. Yeah, but then we had the Russell Crowe one as well that wasn't even, great. That was recent. Right? That was four years yeah. ago. Did we see yeah. that? Yeah, we. I Did think I we. I think that? we own it. But it, like Ridley. Oh, that would be thanks to you. <laughs> but Ridley Scott, I think, did it. Oh. Um. So it had Russell like Russell Crowe was Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. I know. That yeah, I remember when Superman came out, and they were like, "Oh, both of the Superman's dad are Robin Hood." It came from Cosmo. I th- I think hmm. you need Prince John and the Sheriff of Nottingham. To be villains. The bear. The <laughs> really thick cozy bear. 
<laughs> the bear and the lion. The lion without a mane. His brother had the mane. He had a trash mane. Um, I mean, I think it's a good story and it's a classic story. So maybe they're just trying to get it right. That's what it is. It's like things that you know are going to get remade over and over again. And none of it is necessary. Like, like, uh... King Arthur is going to be made over and over again. We're going to have another one, I'm sure, in the next couple of years. What do we feel like is something that does need to get made over? Maybe that's a better question. Or maybe to something ask. that's made over that's good. I was listening to a podcast. Well, we saw one of the King Arthur ones that was good, didn't we? First Night with Richard Gere. My mom made me a lot no, of trash movies when I was a kid. Probably nothing to do with Richard Gere. I feel like it was kind of more recent. Oh, with the guy Richie. Yes, that was good. Was it? That was good. The King Arthur one was good. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it was received extremely well. Oh, here we go, another King. Because Bobby loves to order those on Netflix. I'm like, oh yay! (laughs) Look, I have a much better track record on Netflix than some other people. Uh, When's the last time I got to control the Netflix? No, you lost that privilege. (laughs) With what? (laughs) The the eighth time you got the Crying Game. Oh, yeah, that's why you guys got a DVD. I always I forget that you guys got DVDs. Yeah, we're man. the only people in the whole United States that still so. get a live DVD, but he won't give it Like, up. as soon as you guys quit, they will stop offering the service. Exactly. That's exactly right. But you can't get the we're new supporting, stuff. We're supporting the entire Netflix. You can't get the new stuff. We I don't can't know, get the new stuff on the DVD either. <laughs> yeah. We don't. That's not entirely true. And then when, by the time we get the DVD, we watched it the week before on HBO anyway. <laughs> Like every that's, time. That's not untrue. God. That's not untrue. Um, Doesn't it cost more to? Get yes. <laughs> yes, it costs more. And you know what? Now we get one at a time. Forever, he wouldn't give up three at a time. And we would have these three movies for like six months. I swear to God, we would pay all this money. No. Like but we, sometimes we get to watch two movies in a row. I'm like, when? There was a time. We finally. Like, it's like you didn't want to let go of dial up. He, do, he doesn't want to let go of anything. There's, it's an issue. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Look, a lot of the movies that we watch through Netflix DVD, which I don't even think is a Netflix, it's like a Netflix like sub like subsidiary subsidiary com- company now. Like it's it's like when you go to Netflix website, you got to click on this other button that says like DVD on the go. Yeah, because no one watches their DVD <laughs> just for you guys. My husband still buys them and rents them. That's a fact. It's not untrue. Um, speaking of things that just won't seem to go away, uh, something is new on the rumor mill, which is that oh boy, news surrounding Blumhouse's Spawn reboot has been picking up steam as of late. And now we have word that Todd McFarlane has offered Jamie Foxx the lead role. I don't hate it. I don't hate that either. He can be good. He's, he's a he's a good actor. Yeah, There's I no doubt about I, it. I I wouldn't mind seeing more Spawn. I enjoyed Spawn. Yes. I think Spawn. I think Spawn has the potential to be something great. I just don't know if it has that potential while Todd McFarlane is involved. And I know that sounds crazy. But he's crazy. But he's crazy. I mean, I watched the last Spawn movie relatively recently because Chris hasn't watched it. I don't hate it. I feel like it's. It looks like a low budget. Did we watch like there was like live action and animated Spawn? Yes, the animated Spawn was good. I like the animated. The animated Spawn is amazing, and and it's and what's cool about the animated Spawn, the Spawn movie, and the Spawn comic book was they weren't identical. Yes, they were all in the same spirit, 
I want to watch that Spawn movie for a commentary, but Adam refuses to. I'll, I'll watch it with you. Oh, sweet. Um, Adam refuses to because he watched it like last year, and he's like, it's like the worst fucking movie ever it's made. Not, I, well, no, we have different I don't tastes. Think it is like, I, I, apparently, in this group of friends, I have shitty taste. <laughs> That's not untrue, though, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> You're saying he has shitty taste? Transformers 5. It's a shitty movie, but I enjoyed watching Robot Fighting. Sh- it's kind of shit that you enjoyed watching it, though. There's plenty of shitty movies good movie, that though. I enjoy watching. Like Street Fighter, the movie. Like what? And Mortal Kombat. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, let's Crying talk about game. it. No, no, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Crying Game. It was sort of sick and twisted how many times I got Crying Game. And like apparently we had seen it and then I <laughs> ordered it. And then he was like, we've already seen this. And then I ordered it again. Well, I at the point. I'm not sure what the... What the uh, yeah, and that's like a it's like a it's like a trans thing, isn't it? Like yeah, yes. it was. Yeah, I don't I like, ever remember what I've seen though. I have a terrible memory. You know, that's good. Like he, like him, he's like every time you read something, it's like you're reading it for the first time again. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is for me with mov- most movies, anyway. You know what's funny is my my memory is it's hit or miss. So like I I have a tendency to remember specific scenarios. He remembers way too much. Of like real life things, um, but like when it comes to like books I've read or movies, like I, uh, it's like fight or flight sometimes. Like if I've seen the movie a thousand times, like Star Wars, I don't know. I feel like you remember movies like yeah, but if I've only seen it once, no. Um, mm. <laughs> I'm gonna argue, but I was telling this story at Skullfest, and I was happy because I was like I I've, I recite this story a lot. Because I think it's hysterical. But he nope. recites a lot of stories a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but this one I think is specifically funny, and it never really gets the laugh that I wanted to get. But I had a, I had a room full of people, and Jisk was there. And Jisk tends to get my humor a lot, so I was like, I'm going to give it a fucking go. And I was happy because he thought it was funny. But <laughs> back to Mario. Mario's mother was a drunk. Probably still is. Now, probably more so because she lost both her sons in addition to both of her husbands. And he was talking. There was this guy, Andre, that we knew. This guy, Andre, was from Italy. Like He he lived in Italy most of his life. He still went back to Italy fairly often. His dad remained living in Italy, et cetera, et cetera. I don't remember him. Yeah, he wasn't around a whole lot, um, but he was around. And Mario one night was going on and on and he would go on and on he was ridiculous you know in his own way he was the one of course but he was ridiculous and uh andre was like mario you need some balance in your life and he was like i just want to stress he's not american he's not especially cool he's like cool enough you know and andre yeah and he was like he was like mario you need some balance in your life and mario was like the only thing i need to balance is your girl on one hand and your mom on the other and people laugh got a good laugh and uh, and then Andre was like, oh, yeah? Well, speaking of moms, your mom is over at my house right now. And you know what she's doing? And we were like, and Mario was like, what? Uh, she's stumbling down the stairs drunk talking about, where's me gold? <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't get a big laugh here either, which is fine. But there's something about that picture that I found uh, exceptionally funny. And I forget how I got here and how I was going to tie it back. To what we were talking about, oh, but remembering specific things, yeah, like I remember that stuff like that, like like I mean, picture it vividly, but you know, reading 
a comic or something. It's like it's it's hit or miss. But Spawn, I think, is a good story at its base, and I think there is potential there. And there's all those rumors about it being like a seven type of movie, like yes, you know, told from the detective's perspective. Yeah. And you you like, and I think that has merit. I just don't know if in and my wife hasn't seen it, so no spoilers. But in the Infinity War age. If that sort of superhero movie will work, that's the problem because we're talking about that, right? Spawn and Batman are two characters that can be done that way well. But people are going to want to see Spawn and Batman as the main characters. I don't know if they can get past the fact that they they won't be to give it a chance. They'd be Mm -hmm. like, I didn't even see Spawn in that movie. You know what I mean? This, regardless of how good the story is. Yeah. Um, I think that it's going to be, I think that there are elements of Spawn that are, are tricky. I think the cape is tricky. I think that, uh, his suit, you really have to drive home that this is like the warrior of hell uniform. Like it can't just be a suit that he's rocking cause he's fighting crime. I mean, they covered that in the first movie. I agree. I'm just, yeah. I agree. I just, I'm just saying that in the, if they were to redo it, they have to really ground the fuck out of it. Okay. I didn't. I don't. Maybe just me again. I don't. I don't hate the movie version. I don't hate the movie version, but it worked I worked well enough for a low budget. I know it's not good. I mean, yeah, for the standards we have now, the idea of it. Yeah, like they did show like what it can do, and it has its own thing that it does. Cagliostro was in it. I remember that. Um, he was like the he's like God, I think, kind of. He's a white guy with a beard. The old guy, yeah. I think he was the redeemer. He ended up being the redeemer. I, I thought. I think yeah, that's what he's supposed remember. to be. I can't remember. But I, I do remember this some trash like looking spawn villains though from back in the day. <laughs> it was like a. Gorilla at one point, I think. It was like yeah. a really jacked Cy- robot dude. Cygor, I yes. think. Was the yes, <laughs> yes. And then there was like a giant cyborg guy who looked like Kingpin except cyborg. I think this could actually be a good conversation. So let's look up Spawn villains. <laughs> Violator's good. I'm... Violator? Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. And, and his whole race, because there's other Violator type S- characters with a different name too, right? S- yes, yes. There's like the Vindicator. Yeah. And the, yeah, yeah. So Malbosha, which is Who's like... The- the devil, but he's not the devil. Like he's a, one of the yeah. He's like a he's like a, a lower devil. The violator, Billy Kincaid. Oh, uh, oh that's the child molester. Yeah, the ice cream man. Yeah, th- that arc was good because yes, it was more serious. yes, yes, it was more serious. And like that's that's a movie that I would take. I could yeah, he could be a, a, the main villain. It's just like there was that other one that was like uh, uh, it was like a, a judge, but he was part of the Ku Klux Klan. And yes. Spawn like uh, found him. Like he was like giving black eyes in the town. Ridiculous, like uh, consequences for their crimes, punishments yeah. for their crimes. And like Spawn found him, found him wearing the robes, and like put his hand on him and made him black. And then like the clansmen came in, they were like, "What are you doing wearing the holy robes?" And like fucked him up. And then there was that other one that like there was a guy he's like a he like it was a child abuser and he like tattooed him like all over his body like I beat my kids I beat my kids yep. I beat my yep. kids like, See, that they, was they are good stories. that shit is they're cool so dark. but they're so good it's weird because those are mixed in with Cygor. Yeah. <laughs> yes exactly so there was uh 
Oh, this is a good one. Anti Pope. He's one. <laughs> Look at the picture. I just hit the name. Um, let's see. There is. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Cygor, uh Drug Reverend. These I'm sure there's a lot of thought. A oh, there's a though. lot of thought behind that one. Uh, Jessica Priest. She's from the movie. She was trash. Uh, oh, the the Ku Klux Klan in general are labeled as some of his villains. Uh, a lot of them are like regular people. Like uh, those are the good ones. Yeah, probably. Mammon, Man of Miracles. I got a feeling he's trash. It sounds. Uh, the Necro Soldiers, Overkill. He yes, sucked. That's a robot. That's the cyborg. Yes, yes. he sucked. Um. Angela. The re- yeah, Angela was one, but, but then Marvel Angela's now, owned right? by Marvel now. Yeah. Uh, the Redeemer. Yeah, he's like the anti-spawn. Yeah, that he was cool. Yeah. Uh, Snake the Dealer. Uh, the Freak. I remember him. He had like long white hair. Like he was kind of a Joker-looking character, but he wasn't like as cool as the Joker. Uh, Udaku. You wouldn't think so. U- Udaku. Vampires in general. Just vampires. Yeah, they're Just listed. Like they're listed. And, uh, and then Zab. Let's take a look at Zab. I'm curious. Just this dude, man. I don't know. I think maybe my guy watched a lot of movies. That's his famous quote. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, but can you really hate on Cyborg when you're also a DC fan who also has like a Cyborg gorilla in it? He's not Cyborg. Well, He's just a real smart. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's like it's you're talking about Gorilla Grodd in a robot suit. He's not in a robot suit. Gorilla Grodd is not in a robot suit. Um, oh, but there are two gorillas. One like wears a proper suit, Mm. like with a hat, like Michael Jackson. Oh, like smooth criminal. (laughs) Oh, like the head monkey from Marvel. Yeah, and then there's also the detective chimp in DC. <laughs> He's like a chimpanzee, but he wears a detective suit. Now that's fucking cool. <laughs> Wait, that that's cool. Any kind dude. of monkey, anything. <laughs> dude, you put a det- you put a you put a chimp in a detective suit. I'm in. Like, come on. But but not a cyborg gorilla. No, get it out of here. Actually, and cyborg gorilla is not even my least favorite. And then there's also the creep, and then there's the heap. Oh he yeah, wasn't even the, <laughs> the creep and the heap. The heap was just made a pile of trash. Yes. <laughs> trash. <laughs> the heap is definitely trash. Um, and he has like like the toy has like a toilet seat like in the mold. Like, oh, nice. Yeah, not good. Is um, Spawn in his own universe? He's no, he's in the image universe. So he's because Chapel is involved. Yeah, Chapel. I mean, that's why he. Yeah, but I think they retcon that. Oh. But yeah, that was cool because that was like one of the retcon. first things that, like, uh, retroactively changes con- change the story. Yeah. Um, he was cool. That was cool because that was like the first image tissue, like connective connect, tissue yeah. between books. So I got a question for you guys. Are you familiar with the show on the Cool Table Network called Building Up to It? The Lego show. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to talk about something else. It's called Building Up to a Case. An Oregon man had $50,000 worth of stolen Lego sets in his home, police say. 
An Oregon man was arrested Thursday for allegedly stealing Legos and other products and selling them online for large sums. Raji Afifi Azar, 40 years old of Portland, was arrested after allegedly buying about $13,000 worth of stolen toys from an undercover investigate from undercover investigators. So like four sets of Legos then. <laughs> True. Detectives executed a search warrant on Azar's home and discovered at least 50,000 in Lego sets stolen from Fred Meyer's stores, police said. Authorities said the figure didn't include the value of things that were allegedly stolen from the other stores according to the Oregonian. Uh, a police photo showed Azar's garage filled with Lego sets. So if you're well, in, that. if you're looking at it on eBay or something, beware. You could be buying stolen Lego sets from Azar. Well, Az- probably not anymore. No, Azar. Azar's not on. Azar's not on a, eBay today. Yeah, it's a done deal for Azar. I think. That's the that's a, like that's a lot because of how much money that's worth. Yeah, it's going away for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Damn, what are you in for? <laughs> Legos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna be tough. Like um. Oh God! Do you think like uh, when he got his lawyer, his lawyer made a building joke at all? Like, I don't know, man. The, the prosecutions are they're building a pretty solid case. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we hope? Can we hope at least? I don't know. If it was Robert D, it would be. Yeah, if Robert D would definitely uh, would definitely do that. Uh, let's see if we. I think that's it for non big three. We have a ton of Marvel news. Marvel is taking over the show, killing it. Yeah, oh, I'm taking Laura hopefully this week to see. You got it. That's all I ever want to talk about now. Yeah. Um. So should we talk about things that aren't going to happen first? I reached out to a third babysitter. Who? A friend's daughter, and got a new. Everybody's busy this weekend. What about uh, if you're listening to this podcast and your child or you babysit? Please let us know. What about the uh, wanted a sitter for Friday night and Saturday night? Actually, I'm gonna probably call Kelly. Yeah, I just feel bad. I hate. I hate doing go that. To. I hate doing it because they probably don't want. You know they, they. You know they won't say no, but you don't want to. You feel bad, yeah. like you're imposing. Yeah. X Men producer talks about moving forward with Channing Tatum's Gambit. Film. I, I, I put that one on as soon as I saw it. I was like, let me share this shit. Stupid uh, Adam's not here to talk about it. Like, <laughs> we haven't had any, this is from the, this is a quote, we haven't had any discussions yet about what the Disney acquisition of Fox would look like for the Marvel properties because I think legally they're not allowed to talk about it until it's done. So no, we haven't talked about it at all. We're just moving forward as we move forward. Once Drew Goddard's ready, we'll get into X-Force and believe it or not, we're still trying to get Gambit up and running. The hope is to keep moving until we hear otherwise. To me, I have no idea what to expect, but I think it could be really exciting. Dude, that's been a running gag on the show since I started yeah. coming. That's two years ago. Yeah. The Gambit movie is is not going to happen. You're like, Channing Tatum's going to be 50 by the time they film this shit. Yeah. Are you, uh, what do you think about the X-Men? What do you mean? I mean, are you a... Where would you place in your in your echelon of superheroes and likes and dislikes? Where yeah. would you place the X Men? Um, I mean, not at the top. <laughs> maybe in the middle somewhere. Maybe, maybe you heard it here, folks. Maybe in the middle. Uh, 
Um, I mean. So the X-Men are my. I mean, I enjoy them. I enjoy it. I enjoy them, but. I don't know. Of of the X-Men movies, where would you put a Gambit movie in your priority list? Uh, oh, like out of all the characters? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know it's your favorite character, but probably not very high. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bobby's number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that is not true. Um, well, who would you put as number one individual? Oh, the X-Men? Character. Gambit. That's what I meant. Oh, I thought you said Bobby was my number one, no, like no, Bobby Bob. Drake. Like no, 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 no. no. Uh, I never liked Iceman particularly. I never thought he brought a whole lot to the table. I think they've done some interesting stuff with them as of late, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of them in general. Um, and then the other thing is more information on this Venom situation. So we've always been pretty confused as to where this this Venom thing stems and where it sits in terms of the MCU. And it says the Infinity War directors Joe and Anthony Russo participated in a Q&A in Iowa City High School where they were asked about Venom in the MCU, and they said, no, that's a Sony property. So that's pretty cut and dry. But it still doesn't definitively answer the question of, is Tom Holland able to fight this Venom? You know, like Tom Holland owes Son- Son- Sony movies, also, right? Right. Like, so, Sony movies, is this Venom know. taking place independently of Tom Holland? You know, I, that's what I'm not or clear like on. Eventually, Tom Holland will co- like it'll be a Venom right. movie, and then a Venom Spider-Man crossover. That's what I'm not here. That's what I don't understand. If this Venom movie is like, I don't know if that answer means you're not going to see Venom in an MCU film. Or if it means that this Venom is completely independent of anything we've seen, including the Tom Holland Spider-Man. That's what I don't understand. I think they're keeping it vague on purpose. Probably. I mean, uh, they got to leave themselves room for the future if there is to, you know, Probably. crossover. And if it's like a big hit, then I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it can be at this point. Like some of it, oh, from the trailer, it, some of it looked good. Yeah, but some I don't of think it, it looks like, especially bad. No, but is is it good enough to be a hit versus a no? You know, it was okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we got another Deadpool trailer that we're gonna watch real quick. Yes. So, what are our thoughts on that? Adam put in the tagline. I think that this Peter guy is somebody. What do you think about that? I think they put him in there to make you think it's somebody, and then it's gonna be a nobody. Personally, you gotta you gotta think of how Deadpool works. It's very trolly. It's very, you know, it it knows what it's supposed to be. I guess my question would be, who would he be? Don't know. I wish I could get Adam's opinion on that because he doesn't have any superpowers. You should call him. Like if he has superpowers, that'd be different. Because there, um, there is a Peter in X Force in in the past. Who is just a normal dude, but the personality is completely different from this dude. Well, <clears throat> I, I, who? What's his deal? He was. He's like a, he. I think he led X Force for a while. Actually, he was like a super spy kind of person, and he had like fire fingers that he can shoot. shoot <laughs> fire out. fingers. Fire fingers. His, his fingers became like fire knives. That he Every shoot now out. and then, I've been told I got fire fingers. <laughs> Can we confirm what the night is? <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh, we had a very intimate evening last night. It was great fun. But then, 
at some point this morning, I went back for for a little good morning. How you doing? And I I was moving my hand over, it, and then all of a sudden she swatted my hand away like it was a housefly. <laughs> and she has no recollection. I don't remember. I haven't slept very well though, and for several nights. So I rest. was sleeping. I was sleeping well last night, so I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the other thing is, in spite of all of this talk about Marvel and Disney and X Men and blah blah blah. New reports are now indicating that there might be an issue with that deal. Um, I mean, it's been rocky. It says that Disney purchasing Fox Studios is facing stiff competition in the form of Comcast, who continues to pursue Fox Studios. The latest is that CNBC reports Comcast will offer Fox Studios an all-cash deal of a massive $60 billion, which is $8 billion more than the Disney offer. Oof. Do you want Comcast to have them? Hell no. Does Comcast have movie rights? I guess so. For anyone? I don't know. I I mean, man, all these media companies are like umbrella under bigger companies. It's only like three companies in the world or some shit like that, man. Like I'm I'm torn on it partially because like like, like the American side of me is not crazy about Disney having all of this leverage. But like... At the same time, like I want my fucking X Men and I want my fucking Fantastic Four. God damn it! It's I'm... not like it's any less of fucking cor- corporate tomfoolery if Comcast buys out Fox. If if you worry about monopoly and shit like that, true, true, yeah. true. That's true. Um, also, well, I care about where Deadpool is going to be. Yeah, well, see, and the cool thing about Deadpool is that he's the one that can transfer over with no problem because all he has to do is stay in the next movie. Disney bought me now, so now I have to. Not curse. I'm, I'm not allowed to curse, yeah. and I'm not. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it's cool because he's he 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 is self aware that he's a comic book character, right? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, would it, it? It would go over fine fictionally, but like, would would it, it be as good? I was gonna say, I feel like its fans would be disappointed. Yeah, in I that would be censored sort of Deadpool. Um. Other news, and getting into Marvel, is last week, Saturday, I happened to come across the title for Avengers 4, which I was told was Avengers Endgame. It would make sense if it's true. Yeah. I don't disagree. I think that's a fine name. Any? I mean, it was referenced to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it like, well, I can't talk too much about it because Laura hasn't seen it. But. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I really, really want. I'm sure we could get a bootleg copy, but I just feel no, like it's a movie you should see in the, the movies. Yeah. Um, and you know, I wouldn't say that. Like, I'm all about like, let's just. Oh, no, you don't. Okay. <laughs> it's more of an Adam thing, to uh, just. Yeah, that's true. It. But I like. I'm also like. Like, I mean, it's just difficult for us to get to the movies. So, like, I'm pretty like. You know, well, let's see if we can get a bootleg or whatever. And so they might be interested in calling it. Uh, uh, Endgame, but the Russos are not interested in the DCEU. Um, I'm trying to find the quote. But they were asked, I think, in that same Q&A. Uh, they recently attended an event in Washington, D.C., where they were asked about the possibility of tackling any of the D.C. properties. And while the pair might seem like a good fit, they don't have any interest in the DCEU. They reveal that they have always been bigger fans of Marvel over DC and that they still have their old Marvel comics when they were kids. Feels the DC characters are unrelatable and the characters are too powerful compared to the Marvel characters. 
et cetera, et cetera. So no I hope of that. Squinting. Uh, I have a better time reading at a distance with one eye. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel the DC characters are unrelatable, Laura? No, not at all. Me neither. But that's a, that's a common complaint. That's a common complaint. It's a mm. pasting. I mean, the, I mean, subjective versus objective. That. And also look at the market, right? I don't nowadays it might be different, but in the heydays of comic books, isn't Marvel a much bigger chunk of the market than DC? Much bigger what? Chunk of the market of the comic book market? Yeah. No, their books are tanking. No, I'm, I said not as of late. I said. Oh, oh, oh! Generally speaking, I don't know, man. Batman, past, Superman. I think that the top selling books every month are Batman number one, right. Superman number two, DC, and then Spider Man is number three. But we're talking about DC and Marvel, not. Two characters and everybody else. <clears throat> right, but I, I don't. If you look at the pie chart, like DC is kind of a small piece of the pie. I can't imagine that that's true. Like, see if you can look that up. I'll look that up. See if you can look that up. Because I thought I seen that. Because like I, I feel like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman are like really high selling books. I know, but that's three books versus you know, all the books. I agree, but what are high selling books for Marvel? I would guess Spider Man, Wolverine, and. Maybe Black Panther now, since the movie. But I, I can't see the, the the other books doing exceptionally well. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm talking. I'm predicated on my ass right now. Uh, let's see what else. The Russo brothers all also in this one of these kind of things they've been doing talked about Adam Warlock. Uh, without getting spoilery. Uh, let's see. We never intended to put Adam Warlock in Infinity War. We have so many heroes we have to service that you guys love and give them screen time because you want to see the hero and villain to have an emotional connection. You wouldn't have a connection to them, doesn't have a connection with Thanos and built up the story and build up the story. So it sounds like they just don't have any interest in him. Um which is strange. Which is very strange to me. Why? Well, because like they teased Warlock in the Guardians movie, right? Yes. Which we would say is the biggest lead up to Infinity War. But he's like teased as a villain. Dude. Oh, uh, an antagonist at least. Yes, but he is teased. It just seems like if you were going to introduce him, why wouldn't it be during the Infinity War? And with the Soul Gem kind of I MIA. Mean, I, I, I mean, if you have set him up to be an antagonist, it's kind of hard, right? Because he would have to team up. Like if he's if if he's being built to fight the Guardians, wouldn't that be a little rough to get him into Infinity Wars without an explanation, like a whole backstory? Well, I I, w- I would think that his explanation would be connected to the Soul Gem. Do you know what I mean? Like Soul Gem, because they had was part of, one of my favorite parts of the movie. I agree, I agree, but they had to explain the Soul Gem. And I would have thought that that would have been the the kind of shoe in. Um, uh, this is tricky without spoilers. So, Laura, plug my ears. No, but in Infinity War, there are some questions for a lot of the fans. And one of the at the end, hmm? at the end. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions, and 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 the, this movie is a part one of two. It's always been sold as such but so this isn't one of those ones that's like that 
But one of the questions has been what happened to Korg and Valkyrie? Mm. Uh, Korg, the big rock guy from... Mm -hmm. And Valkyrie, the chick that was with them. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Who's also with Thor. Yes. I mean, not... uh, what the hell is his planet called? Asgard. 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 Asgardians. Uh, anyway, the Russo brothers confirmed in one of these tours they've been doing that they are survivors. Oh, nice. So this is from 2015. The red is Marvel and blue is DC. Okay. So blue is, so it's not like a it's little It's not like slice. a huge. Let me see. So red, the like blue, the DC is like a what's quarter yellow, of the market. What's yellow, blue, green, and gray? Uh, yellow is image. Uh, gray is Dark Horse. Hmm. Oh, no, gray is other publishers. So all the other publishers are in, in the gray. Okay. And then there's Image and Boom, whoever is Boom Studios, Dynamite. Boom. IDW. IDW is that uh, tier one. Okay. So Marvel was bigger than DC dollar per dollar wise, but not like a huge. It's like quarter versus a third. All right. Now this one... There is a moment. This is, this is fucking okay. So there's a moment in Infinity War where, you know, Groot always says what? I'm Groot. Correct, and he says this to, uh, Rocket at the end at part of the end of the movie. Okay. And people are like, well, you know, because you never know what he means when he says it. Right. And the Russo brothers said in this one, in that particular instance, he's calling Rocket Dad. Yeah, I saw that. And they're also saying that this Groot is not the same Groot. No, it's, it's like it's an offspring. It's a literal offspring. Yeah. I thought it was kind of almost like a, a reincarnation. I always viewed it as kind of like almost like a reincarnation, but this is like a... It's, an, it's not a clone. It's, it's, a, it's a child. Yeah. It's like a sapling, you might say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I think that does so, it. So I guess they actually write out every line. I wonder if they write out every line in, in, in the movies. Like every time he talks, it actually airs dialogue there. Yes, I, I've thought about that too. They they've also they've done that other they've done that other times. They did it with um, Chewbacca. So there's, there, yeah, there's so times translation too. Yeah, there's times when they've done it with Chewbacca, but I, I don't think they've always done it with Chewbacca. So I don't have the DVDs. That does it have? Are they on the Gallons of the Galaxy DVDs? Like uh, subtitles for what he's saying? No, they should. I don't. I, I would be interested for them to do it. But yeah, it's me kind, too. The mystery is kind of fun too. Yeah. Um. So there's rumors about. All right. So let me say this. Jim Lee was asked if Zack Snyder was fired. So that's pretty interesting. Um. And he says, uh, let's see, we may never know, but a fan went and asked Jim Lee. A Redditor attended the Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo and overheard... Calgary. 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 Also known as Calgary. Calgary. Calgary is in Asgard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jim Lee admitted his favorite movie, Batman movie, is Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight, but that he loves every interpretation of the character. Jim Lee said that he thought Zack Snyder did a good job in reinterpreting Superman, and then he felt some of the audience might not like how Batman and Superman were portrayed in Batman vs. Superman, and that it would be divisive despite how it fit the story. Jim Lee felt half the audience would absolutely love it, and the other half would not care for it very much. Wait, every interpretation, including Batman and Robin? <laughs> hmm. I guess so. <laughs> 
Um, but it doesn't seem like he ever answered that question. Regarding Zack Snyder allegedly being fired from Jim Lee, Jim Lee responded that Zack Snyder was not fired at all and that he stepped down from the production due to a family matter. So, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think that that's probably true. I mean, it doesn't matter. No, not not. Are as... you a BVS fan? <laughs> Neither is Laura. Neither were you. Until the until the uncut. I like the uncut. Uh, I don't like the original. Yeah, I just thought that it was, just I thought it was really a. Watch any of the DC movies. I just thought it was a mess. You don't you don't like any of the DC movies? I didn't watch. I I can't say I don't like them. Um, I feel like I've watched BBS because I heard Bobby and Adam talk about it for 10 plus hours. No, oh, you've, you've still never seen it? No, nope. I, I feel like I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch it. It's worth it's worth a watch. It's like what, three hours. Jeez, dude, I mean, how much anime do you watch? A lot. And they're Come good. On. And they're good. They're, they're entertaining. They're good. How much anime have you watched? <laughs> <laughs> Enough to know it's not very good. <laughs> um, So there is also this uh, Rocksteady doing a Superman game. Have you heard about this? It's like uh, the people that did Arkham. It's going to be an open world type deal. The only problem with o- open world with Superman versus Batman is Batman, like, you can give him a whole city. Superman, you have to give him, like, a whole world. What man? What? Superman? Oh, I said Superman. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can fly, so. Like, Batman can't fly, so he's kind of stuck. Yeah, it, it does, uh, it, it does, it does. It does pose a different challenge. You need the game to be bigger, I feel like, in order to make him get it around be a challenge. Yes. Yeah, I agree. But they showed the suit. Uh, I didn't hate the suit, but I didn't like his head. Really? Let me see. Let me see. Okay, it's it's the underwear. It's like he's wearing a thong. Let me see. It's a belt, though. I don't think it goes all the way down his crotch, does it? Oh, I'm Let pretty sure it does. Let me see. <laughs> I, I think I thought it was a belt, maybe. That's all. Because it's in the shadow. The mm-hmm. crotch is in the shadow, so I, I was more okay with it. But if that goes all the way down, then, then I might have to recant. It's, de- it's definitely a banana hammock. <laughs> it, is, it is a little but look high at waisted <laughs> What is he doing? Come on. Do they have the back picture? No. <laughs> Well, I mean, that would oh, determine. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's definitely. I know. Let me see. Let me see. It was funny. We were we were sitting here at Skullfest. We were sitting here at Skullfest morning, and Jisk was like, "If you saw Superman fly across the sky, like, what would be the first thing that popped to your mind?" Because we're talking about when the guy in the Superman movie, the Donner one, was like, "Whoa, Jack, that's a bad outfit." Whoa. You know. So, what would be your first thing he would say? I don't think I would be commenting on his outfit. But just imagine, you see Superman for the first time. Flying through the air? And he, uh, Yeah, you see him flying through the air, but it's like he's flying into the air to catch a, a, a damsel in distress that's 50 feet from your eyes. I mean, if he's wearing his underwear inside out, like, shit, that was underwear inside out. Okay. I hate the underwear outside look. <laughs> that's a 90s thing. Uh- it's like a 30s thing. I mean, it led up into the 90s with X-Men and stuff. Yeah. Everyone yeah, yeah. wore the underwear outside. What about you, Laura? Um, well, I would tell him to get rid of that little curl in front of the tear. <laughs> <laughs> Just said, I wonder what that guy's dick is like. <laughs> we had a whole conversation. Is that what that conversation? Oh, no. We, 
part of the Patreon extra episode, we had we had a conversation about this. Oh, really? You were in the, You were in. in I was in also here. drinking. You were also drinking. Um, we but get you, a, We talked about this. The 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 the, the hammer. Will you be disappointed? Oh, oh yeah, I do. I do. I do vaguely remember. Disappointed that. in Superman's. Yeah, if you were like you know Superman, you found out he wasn't that impressive. Would you be disappointed? Yeah, for certain. You should be <laughs> super everywhere, right? Yeah. Uh, we get a look at the Gotham Joker. Okay, about Gotham. It's trash. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me see that. Is Adam a fan of Gotham? Oh, I don't no. Know. no? Oh, okay, I thought no. he watched it. We tried to watch it for a little bit. Yeah, it's not very good. It's not very good at all. And then we had this, uh, also this Krypton. So I might want to pause. This is worth watching. I think that shit looks good. The bold red text overlay makes it's it look like Yeah, that's trash. So trashy. That's trash. <laughs> it looks like a fan So trailer. bad. It's, they're trying to get it's people to watch. All over again. And no, Doomsday. It's not. It's already out, and, and it's getting. So it's, 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 it's it's being very well received. That scarred me for life. I'm, I don't know if I can ever do that again. <laughs> but I think that the... um, I think that Brainiac looks amazing. I really think that that's the biggest problem with the DCEU is that the Codex should have been Brainiac. Brainiac should have been the first villain they fought as a Justice League. Like, Unfortunately, these characters are made a long time ago, so it, which is understandable, but some of these names are trash. Brainiac is a fucking trash name. Yes, yes, agreed. But like, It's hard to take it seriously, you know? Like Marvel, hasn't in the Marvel movies they kind of get away with this by like joking about the name and stuff. Actually, call it like Luke Cage, Power Man. They they kind of like allude to it, but without saying it. I feel like they've done that a few times with Quack. Yeah, but his name had also been changed. Like he had become Luke Cage in the books. Right. Right. But it doesn't mean like you. But you can't. I mean, like, I don't know. I I know where you're coming from. It's like. Like some of there's like they're older characters, right. so they carry like this older stigma with the name choices. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's kind of plastic corny. man. Yeah, it's fine back then. Like you think they would have grown by now to have changed names, or if they were doing it in a show or a movie to to allude to the name without saying the name, just just so that you don't have to fucking try and take Brainiac seriously. Doomsday is fine, I guess. Yeah, but I I I, th- I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. This looks great to me. Huh. I, not I think much. you're also a bigger fan of maybe this stuff. maybe but I mean even Matt, Matt it doesn't look bad to me Matt like, hates DC oh, I don't hate, hate and he's it. been watching it okay. and loves it like it's it's being well received um, we did get what a what is that on the WB sci-fi which is better than WB which is better than yeah. WB oh, I was being funny. no I know you were <laughs> um, so there's a Watchmen show coming to HBO really mm-hmm. to HBO Mm-hmm. Done by the same people who did uh fucking uh leftovers, which is the same. Which we have to watch. Right, leftovers? but th- now didn't they do something else? Oh, fuck, they did something else that's like people dying. Uh, well, didn't they do this the new show that we were trying to watch? I think so. On? I can't stand it. Um, 
But the overall synopsis of Watchmen is as follows. In alternate 1985 America, costume superheroes are part of everyday life when one of his former comrades is murdered. Mass vigilante Rorschach uncovers a plot to kill and discredit all past and present superheroes. As he reconnects with his retired associates, only one of which has true powers, Rorschach glimpses a far-reaching conspiracy involving their shared past and catastrophic consequences for the world future. Which to me just sounds like the fucking Watchmen book. Right. So I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it either, but like I have a good Watchmen story. For a lot of people, I guess they didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but why? Really? Yeah. I, it really wasn't like I, I liked it, but like you know, it wasn't received that well. No, I didn't. Know. Well, it's a mix. I think it's a mixed mix. bag. It's not like it. It's not like it wasn't universally received well, right? What's the? It rot- wasn't, but like it's not rotten tomatoes. Yeah, what's like, the rotten? Tomatoes? People don't generally. You don't hear it mentioned much in the veins of oh, oh that was that was great. Is it because people forget about it though? I wonder. If it's if it's good, they wouldn't have. Uh-huh. It was that good. So you didn't think it? No, was I liked good. it. No, like I said, I liked it. But I just know, like in the collective consciousness of the culture, I don't, I don't think it's that mm. relevant. Love it. So on it? Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score is a seventy-one percent. Okay, so that's high. Yeah, and I just so like I, I know that like one of the big issues with the Watchmen is that you're kind of in on the idea that Ozymandias is a bad guy. Where it's a little bit more interesting if you don't until the very, very, very last second. Um, and I, I think the guy and bad guys is it's fucking questionable. Yeah, to me. Yeah, I mean, and Ozymandias, he's definitely you, like he's definitely fighting for the greater good in a major way. Same with other people. Great, agreed. (laughs) But I don't. When you're fighting for the greater good, I don't know if you can really be called villain. If if you end up. Well I, mean, Hit- me. well, I mean, Hitler thought he was fighting for the greater good. Well, what if the end justified me? What if, what if he wiped out everybody and then the world was... We don't, we'll never know, right? <laughs> if Let's say we live in a world I wouldn't be living in this world. Right. Let's say you guys live in a world where he won and everything was great. You guys would look at it differently. Yes, right? yes. That's, right? All right, that, so, that's, 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 so that's, that's relative morality, right? Right. Um, but... Can you detach yourself from that and say that this, you know what I mean? Like, is is there a way to detach yourself from that and say, but it's still not right? I think it also, I think it's also uh, not, it's almost apples to oranges. When you talk about genocide specifically, like like race superiority versus like the greater good of people. But I mean, that's what he thought. I mean, he thought he was, he thought that there there was people that were a burden I know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so like, it's easier to co- easier to see that he's a villain because of because it's so extreme, right? Versus f- if if someone's fighting for greater good of, like, say, all of humanity, the the ends might, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, but I mean, he put a no. What you're saying, so what you're saying is when you're saying that we're, we're gonna we're gonna wipe out a specific group of people due to their genetics and DNA, it's easy to take a step back from that and say, well, that's wrong. Yeah. But if you're saying, look, we're going to kill a pocket of people indiscriminately so that everybody else can yes, live, yeah. then it's easier to say that there's merit to it. Because it's like because it's, it's unbiased. <clears throat> uh, right. Exactly. Yeah. But the I think 
you know, it's just, it's just the same old question, right? Like, you to kill one. Like we talked about it on Nerd Rage mm-hmm. last week. We were, uh, I don't know if you listened. But um, I was saying how it's, you know, talking to Adam, and I was like, it's that a question of do you kill one to save a thousand? And you were right when what you said about me. I said Joe will kill one to save two. Right. So, like, you know me. So that's how I am. Right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but do you really feel that way? Yeah. Indiscriminate. Even if that one was me. Indiscriminate. Even if that one was me. So yeah, well, it almost makes it easier if it's you. Right. Because you can sacrifice yourself. But, but should uh should should baby Like I'm let, not sure I could kill one of my children to save the other two. Should, I think well, we'd should, all would just, you let all three of them die? I think we'd all just die. Should baby Leia know. die so that you and Krista can live? I guess it depends on the choice, really. It depends on the situation, doesn't it? How? For me it does. Like it's hard. It sounds heartless, but it depends on the situation. Well, see, I think it's a very specific example that I used, right? Because there are like the so you're tied to it directly, right? In yeah, both ways, exactly. Because it's yeah. you and the girl you love, yeah. And it's someone I know, and it's someone you know, yeah, it's and it's different. a and it's, it's a fucking baby, yeah, <laughs> super cute baby, yeah, super cute baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> one flip flop and diaper baby, yeah. <laughs> so like the the thing with that is. It doesn't. It doesn't really work the other way, right? Like if you were like, would you? Well, let me, let me reverse it. Would you kill Krista to save you and Laura? No, because I'm biased. Because well, I'm no, biased. no, 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 no. Not, not. I'm not asking you that question. If you were asking me that question, mm-hmm. because if I kill Krista to save Laura and I, mm-hmm. it puts you in a pickle. Yes. Um, but there's other fish in the sea. But that's, that's what the detachment not, comes from. Not not the one, like like the Afro Cuban. <laughs> <who, you know. laughs> yeah. Um. But Laura and I, Laura and I are responsible for three other people. Yeah. And Krista is not. So. I wouldn't hold it against you if you died to save the boat, for you two to survive. I w- I wouldn't hold it against you. <laughs> You'd be like, dude, I'm still coming over. <laughs> so, which which dial are we working on now? And then like we're like we're like we're like halfway through the dial, and you're like, it is kind of fucked up, though, man. Can you, least, can you say it's kind of fucked up? Um, but I'll like, tell you though, congratulations. <laughs> but it is it's it's sticky. I don't think it's as I I think that you view it as a very cut and dry mm-hmm. numbers Num- uh, math man. Yeah, and I don't think you can view it that way. I, I think it's 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 a lot stickier than than I think in a general sense, like if you're looking at like the plague, like you would kill the one person with the plague to save yes. two people that didn't have the plague yet, right? Yes. Regardless of who had what. Because yeah. that person is no good anymore, right? And these two people could still survive in theory. But I think when you're not necessarily talking about a situation where that other party is already well, see, see, but that helps prove <clears throat> Joe's point, because if in the Watchmen, for instance, his plan works, Ozymandias. In the comics, it's a giant squid monster that he lets loose. In the movie, it's a bomb. Yep. Right. But it brings humanity together. We have peace. Yep. We're not warring. We recognize the loss and we all come together. It's 9-11 on a global scale. So that actually works. So he was a good killing guy. the one plague person, you know. But I think that it's 
what you sacrifice to make that decision, it almost it almost eliminates you from the scenario. Like it almost eliminates you, you know. Unfortunately, you become the biggest monster. That's and that's the burden you take. To for that's part of the burden. What you lost in yourself is part of the, what you have to sacrifice for everybody else. Right. I mean, that's what makes it interesting. I'm yeah. I'm I'm on board. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, and different people see it differently. That's no, I don't think that's a right or wrong answer. Some people will say that's definitely a right or wrong answer, but I don't think so. I think killing one to save two, like, I don't know where to draw the line with the math. Like, it's killing one to save two or let all three die. I would say letting all mm, three die is fucked up. Which, uh, well, but that's, but see, that's super I mean, hypothetical. Like, like you said, you, you would just yeah, all die. I, you I, could, you I couldn't would, save one. I don't one. think I could. Maybe because I don't have kids, I would never know the feeling of having children. Joe, you'll never know what it's like to care for another human being completely. To let's call Robert D. to be the center <laughs> of their universe. To when when you can't find them, to have that worry. But and no, dread. when you ask him, like if it was him and Krista and Leia, so I mean, there's a lot of factors that that factor into that. All right, let's talk about it. Because Leia is not even two, mm-hmm. so she can't necessarily. She may not be as likely to survive, right? So whereas there's probably a very good chance that they could survive, and but you're talking about a post-apocalyptic. I yeah, I don't, I don't really. I mean, do we have a specific scenario? That's that why I said scenario about? matters, and also yeah. like if me and Chris were like sixties, no, like Leia's gonna live. Like, so what's the, the, the point? The, like she has potential for the future. We're gonna die soon anyway. But I mean, you're damn near forty. Yeah. Where's the cutoff? I'm Asian though. <laughs> A white twenty. That's true. <laughs> but one day you'll wake up and you'll look two thousand. I don't, I don't think. So. I don't. You're gonna look like the dude in a uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. Old man Chopin. <laughs> Without the special powers. Or Lopan. Old man Lopan. Um. Yeah. Like, that's and also like when you're attached to the situation, like when you have a stake, when you have a stake <laughs> in it. It's different than strangers. Sure. So, but but if, even if I were to take the stake out, let's say I was dealing with all strangers, mm-hmm. I'm so not. Much sh- for me. I'll... Yeah, but I don't think I could. I don't think I could take one person and eliminate them to save two other people. And in the, in the scenario, well, four to three to die. I mean, I, I mean, it's a that's not choice. the that. So, so if so with you, with the Watchmen, that's not the scenario. It's it's the concern that the three will die. It's not it's not knowing that the three will die. It's concern. The doomsday so, clock was right at twelve o'clock. So, so theoretically, the it was coming, yeah. but you don't know. So you you're gonna gamble on it. You gamble. Yeah. So you're an optimist. I'm a pessimist. It makes sense. Like. Literally, you you are an optimist, and you he's see not the, he's not an optimist. He see the good in people, unlike me. I do see the good in people. He mm. thinks like that. This, do you think people are inherently good or bad or neither? I think that people general? are inherently good. See, that's that's the difference. Like that's one question I I've been asking people, and it really shows at the core like what kind of people they are. Like some people like me think people are inherently bad, and that's just something about us that sees it that way. See, I, I, <clears throat> you and I, we reach this brick wall fairly often because you say things like that, but I don't see you maneuver in the world like that. How so? I don't see you maneuvering like everybody is inherently like bad. Walking sideways through shelves. 
I don't see you moving through the world and through interpersonal relationships as if people are inherently bad. But I do. Where are my friends at? Where aren't they? They're here. Yeah, and and they were here Saturday. I mean, obviously, not to be ob- rude. There, no, but obviously, between friends and acquaintances. No, I, people that sure, I like for sure. But yeah. but there 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 were you had other friends here Saturday. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so like, there's and there's nobody that you. And I, I don't think you. Man, I didn't watch you maneuver through those rooms like everybody in there was out to hurt you. Like they were inherently casual. bad people. Like if this was a post-apocalypse situation, I wouldn't be in that room. Yeah, that's a different thing yeah. though, because you're talking about when the chips are down. When the chips are down, everything does that's change. That's what I mean inherently. inherently. Yeah, but I don't is, think it, that is inherently. Like I think it's inherently good because yeah. when the chips are down, he's still good. Yes, but I, but but he also has the, he also has the privilege, the white privilege, Joe. To... <laughs> <laughs> no, but he has the privilege to be good because he has the privilege to make change. Yeah. Right, but. Like if I was dust, I would. That would be my first guess too. I might have. I would have thought about it and then come up with a different answer. But my initial reaction was someone took my shit, because that's how people are. That's 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 my thinking. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And I, I think that also when you have a when you have when you have what do they call it skin in the game, right? That you prepare yourself for the worst, right? So I, I think that is a bit different. But I I also think that if I forgot the fucking point I was trying to get to. Uh, but I don't think that... Oh, the chips are down. So if... I don't think that who people can become under extreme conditions are necessarily inherently who they are. It's just almost adaptation. It's a survival technique, and they've had to kind of change who they are in order to maintain. I don't think that's at their core who they are. I think that people will do extreme things in extreme scenarios, but I don't think that's necessarily who they are because they will do extreme generous things in different scenarios and that may not be who they are either it's just them adapting I think there was a certain point in my life where I felt like people were inherently bad you know I think that my that part of me has evolved for lack of a better term and now I tend to see uh, the good in people and focus on that a little bit more. Um, Maybe it's also what we focus on. Like, you see good things and bad things and focus on, oh, look at all the good things. And me, I'm like, look at all the bad things. Yeah. I think that's a huge part of it. I think you're, um, and not speaking to you, but I think, you know, where you are uh, personally has a lot to do with how you see others. Yeah, I think that's what I mean. The, the, I think people who thinks people are inherently good are themselves good people. I mean, I said thinks. People who thinks. thinks. Um, and, and me, people like me who think people are, are inherently bad, they might be bad people. But I, I mean, do I you don't th- think you're a bad person, though, by any stretch of imagination. I know, but do you know me? I would hope so. Uh, I, I know, but like, do you, I, I don't, a lot of times we don't even know ourselves, right? But I think I think you're going. I think, I think you're you going. get a sense of people, though. Uh, yeah, you I, know, there's definitely people that I'm around sometimes. And I'm like, 
Yeah, I, so I, I'm probably I, not a good person. I pick up on vibes, like I, like right. aura, whatever you want to call it. Like I don't see Energy. any. I don't see well, except Asian people. I see their glow. <laughs> um, Asian people and also uh, black people that practice martial arts. That's who I can see their glow. Because when you got that glow, your powers grow. Um, but I I feel like I, I don't see it like a color coming off. But I, I I can pick up on a vibe. Like if somebody comes into the room and it's got some intentions like i feel like i can pick up on that quick you know and that doesn't mean that i keep all those people away from me you know because sometimes i'm like i can can keep a better eye on you yeah if if you're close to me but i i feel like um i don't think that people get up in the morning and get out of bed thinking i'm gonna hurt people today generally speaking i think people get up in the morning and they think I don't care if I hurt somebody today. The difference. I don't. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I mean, I not not literally like think. Oh, I don't care if I hurt it. But when situations come up, I feel like people don't care that much. If if people did care that much, we wouldn't have as much hurt in the world. There's a lot of hurt in the world. Yeah. If people sure. really care to make sure people aren't hurt, less people would be hurt. As people don't care. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. We can only care about so much. Listen, like take I, it, take it easy, Sinead O'Connor. All right. <laughs> I can only care about. You guys and my family, you think I'm good because I'm with my friends. But if I'm with a group of strangers, do I really give a fuck about them? If something bad happens? Well, I mean, like, first of all, I mean, you can't treat everybody the same. I don't treat you the same as I treat some stray dog off the street. Right, that's what I'm saying. People don't don't, don't care. But it's not about caring. It's just that people earn their, 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 their love. It doesn't mean that I love everybody. You know, but it doesn't mean that I don't care in some regard. Like if if I were walking down the street and I saw somebody getting his ass kicked, I'm gonna try to stop that. A lot of people won't. A lot of people walk by. I mean, you, you see you see yeah, videos. But, of yeah, but it. I don't think I don't think that's don't, because that, they're afraid. Yeah, that's because they're afraid. I don't. So think wouldn't it, a good person throw themselves in there regardless? I don't know. I maybe, mean, maybe we just have varying risks. varying definition of what's good. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, but I think that like like for instance, let's take. We all know Superman's good because he'll, he'll he'll throw himself out there regardless of what happens. Look, that's what makes him so good. Right? <clears throat> let's take Gort, right? And Gort is good dude, but he weighs. And I, this is not knocking Gort. I, I think highly of Gort. I had plenty of conversations with him. Funny guy, et cetera, et cetera. But he weighs. Like 80 pounds. Right after dinner. <laughs> like, after dinner and dessert, he weighs 80 <laughs> pounds. So, if I'm getting my ass kicked by three guys, I don't want Gort to get involved. Call somebody, Gort. Call the police. <laughs> I need help. You know, because it, what's going to happen instead is now we've gone to a situation where me and you are getting our ass kicked when it could have been just me. You know, because you're not you're not adding anything to that situation. I am stepping in because I feel like huh, I got a chance. Like you know, like I'll 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 throw my hat in. It may not end the way I, I want it to, but I'll give it I'll give it a go. Because but it, but, I'm, but I, and let me be clear. I'm talking about a brutal ass kicking. Like if I see somebody getting fucked up, like just a fight and somebody's losing in my head, I'm like hmm, he might have earned that L. <laughs> he might need to hold that. <laughs> But I'm talking, if you see like three guys, you know, m- fucking stomping on a guy, it's like nobody really deserves that. Maybe. It's maybe like if it was Hitler, you know. <laughs> of course. Um, 
but you know when you when you say shit like that you know there's so much you know hurt in the world and nobody's doing anything and nobody cares well i mean i'm just like yeah, i love this song tall tone prince i mean <laughs> but like um i don't know i i i think that I think I think a lot of times I think a lot of times if you give people the option to do bad, they'll do bad. I do I do, but I also think if you give them an option to do good, they'll do good. A lot and of times, I, and I think a lot of that is based on your life experience. Sure, you know, I mean, there's people that have just been knocked down and knocked down and knocked down and knocked down, and you know, I feel like you're talking about me. <laughs> you're still so good though. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not talking about anyone in particular, but I think that life experiences have a lot to do, obviously, with your outlook on things, right? Yeah. And um, your approach to things. And <laughs> Like, if you actually listen to this show, you would have the approach to be closer to the mic. <laughs> approach the mic a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I do, I feel like if you really take time to talk to people, and I spend a lot of time talking to people, that even people that are just really miserable people, like if you can connect with them on some elements, like they're not really that terrible of a person. They just maybe have like like a really big guard up. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Mike P, Patreon supporter. Um, <clears throat> he just upped his pledge, honestly, oh, and uh, thank you. Yeah, like just happened just now in real time. Um, Is he secretly listening? He will be. He can't at the moment. Are you sure? <laughs> no, I'm not sure because <laughs> I, I don't really understand how computers work. It might be in the cloud, which is some whole other <laughs> shit that I don't quite get. What is the cloud? <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, you know what? I don't think we have any questions this week. Wow. Everyone was too busy coming here to ask questions. Well, they knew we were going to oh. be having this major philosophical discussion. So that happens once in a while. About yeah, that was good. Life and that was good. good so like I got some therapy. Um. Oh wait, here we go. Uh, I've landed on being called Oregon Jason. <laughs> Since I am confident Bobby will be able to remember it and pronounce it. Except, is it Oregon or Oregon? Don't put any faith in me, is Oregon. the fucking... Oregon. I say Oregon, because it sounds oh, like a... Of course you do, Aragon. Because, because it sounds like a mystical place. <laughs> it, it, Son of Arathon. In my head, you know what happens in Oregon? Just trees are cut down. And I'll tell you why. I had a puzzle as a child. It was a 50-state <laughs> puzzle. My dad had it. It's like little cardboard pieces. The 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 country was you mean cut. Like a puzzle. Mm. <laughs> you see, right? Oh, man, it's like inherently I don't think good. They ask for any inherently, advice. inherently good at heart. Uh, laugh while you can. I'll get back to beating your ass when you get off this one. <laughs> um, but I, I had this. No, when I say that, I mean like the board came and and it was cut out of the board, and you had to put it inside the board. Like it wasn't just like separate cardboard pieces gotcha. you put together, and. Every state had like a little drawing on it of shit that people were known to do in the state. So like there was like a slice of cheese in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And, you know, yeah. Crab in Maryland. Yeah, I can't remember what was in Maryland for the life of me. It was a yellow Black-eyed guns. Susan. Black-eyed Susan. But uh, big, bullets. a couple birds. Yeah, bullets and heroin needles. Um. Anyway, in, in Oregon, 
<laughs> there was a, a a lumberjack and like a whole bunch of like cut wood. <laughs> so in my mind, all they do out there is 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 cut wood down. But he says. Anyways, greetings, gentlemen. Love the bonus episode and the Jedi Council vids from this last week. My question is this. What were each of your feelings on the turn into a... Oh, we can't talk about that. Next week. We can't talk about that. Next week on Nerd Rage. <clears throat> uh, we can't talk about that. No, I, I think... see questions this week. No. Well, you know, he's, he's been busy with his baby. Busy with the baby. Sheep. So he says. Super cute baby. Yeah. Can't, can't hold one baby and type in the other. Yeah, really. Come on, man. Was it your first kid or something? Get the fuck over it. Um, Paul C. missed you and those fucking... Uh, donut socks. Donut socks. Um, hopefully, we'll, hopefully we'll see you next year. Maybe bring the baby. Uh, there's still one. One-year-olds are fucking handful, dude. Don't I just don't come for a few years. Like, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. You're welcome to come, Paul. I just I, I understand if you don't. That's what I'm trying to get to. Um... So we do have a little bit of Star Wars stuff to get to, and then we can kind of oh, solo's coming out very soon. I cannot wait. I, I, you know, everybody's hating on shit. It's like Vogue to hate Star Wars now, which like makes me love it even more. Going against the grain. Vogue to just hate on things. Uh, I did think it was interesting that they did like a uh, um, a promo where it's like it takes it. You can move around. Like it, you start off in the theater. Theater. And you can like maneuver. It's on YouTube, and you can like swipe left or right, and you can like look around mm -hmm. in the theater, mm -hmm. up and down, yeah. and then like the trailer actually starts, and like you get in the Falcon, and off you go. This is some special technology, Joe, that I'm just beside myself about. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we can really talk about because a lot of this shit I haven't watched yet. Like there's an interview with Ron Howard. Um. I mean, you're gonna talk good stuff, promote a movie. Yeah, any, yeah. any actual meat into these things, and and also the movies come out soon, so it's not like you really need like uh. More, well, I guess you always need spoilers. Yeah, yeah. So John Boyega talked a little bit about Episode Nine. Um, let me ask you guys this first: When do you think Episode Nine is going to take place? In universe or in real life? In universe. You don't think it's going to pick up soon after? Actually, I guess they can't, right? I don't know. They can, but... Okay, the, the thing is... What I wondered from last movie, after episode 8 is... It's a trilogy. They have to wrap up a lot of shit in this next movie. Like, if they had a few movies to work with, it's a different story. But since they only have one movie to work with, I can see a time skip. Hmm. I hope it's not a time skip. Hope it's not a time <laughs> skip. Um. So I've 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 always been pretty sure it was going to be a significant time jump because they have to like get the rebels back together. I think it's to right? work out Leia. I am that too. Um, and he, t John Boyega just recently said in an interview, I can't wait to start shooting the next and final leg of the Star Wars franchise. The first step is growing out my hair. Yeah, so I'm good. You can wait for the first trailer to see why. So yeah, I'm guessing that that's what that means. Yeah. Mm. Growing out your hair means at least like months to year. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it's to work out Leia. You know? 
She's gone. I wouldn't even be mad if they opened up with Leia's funeral. Yeah, actually, that's a good way to do it. To, yeah. yeah. Died at old age or whatever it was. Like, Hopefully, you're not going to CG her. You have to explain her not being there. And she can't be like a remote character. Like, oh, she's off doing this. Right. That, so opening with a funeral. I agree. Would, and you don't have to see her how she died. And that's it. She was flying through the air like this. <laughs> Hit an asteroid. <laughs> um, let me give a shout out to the cool table folks. Uh, we have Shattercast Uncut, End of the Realm, Beer and Boulders 40K, Plastic Fanatics, Stasis Lock, Toy Detox. Um, maybe I'll do eight weeks with in text. And <laughs> you've been saying it for this, Part hey, eight weeks. The next uh, season of eight weeks will come out uh, alongside the Gambit movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, building up to it, fresh communications and breaking the mold. Uh, breaking the mold. I, uh, you, you guys went too too far. You, I'm not gonna put any of your business out there. That you don't want me putting out there, but I, it was too much, too much. It made me feel weird, like I owed you something. Like, like before you left, we had to settle up, um, in a very ungentlemanly way. Uh, and then also, I want to give a shout out to the rest of the Nerve Rage team. Uh, Adam, of course, who couldn't be here tonight. Raul, you're probably at a 280,000 followers by now. It was good seeing you. Dante, I'm glad you made it home safe. You never texted me to let me know you made it home safe, but I'm assuming you I did. I talked to him in the morning. He was fine. Okay, good. And Black Phillip, uh, who's been who's been on the game recently. Yeah. Gotta he give him credit. Good. I don't know. I think, I think he might be the type of person that you just need to give him specific instruction you just need to say, Black Philip, you will pick this up. You will take it over there. You will bend both knees and keep your back straight while you put it down. You know, and then, and then he's fine. Um, shout out to Manny, uh, who was a pleasure seeing him and his we lady. We missed you at breakfast, Manny. We I'm did. Sorry you couldn't make it. We did. I wish this guys would move closer. And uh, want to welcome Marilyn Phil to the Nerve Age team. If you guys have been following us on Twitter, then you'll notice that our Twitter's been picking up a bit recently. He's been getting more involved, tweeting at people, getting, like, he's been yeah. doing a damn That's thing. Two yeah, two fills. Too many fills. Too many fill-ins, you know what I mean? But he's uh, he's a great dude and very knowledgeable. We'd like to get him on the show more. But, he always um, brings the best desserts to oh, every yeah. party. He has a sweet tooth. Oh, my, oh God. my God. He has a sweet he's tooth. He's killing me. Sure. And uh, I can't shout out. We we might have another member to the Nerve Rage ranks, but he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to let us know he's for real. We took a picture with him and a picture without him, just for a little insurance this past weekend. Um, and then shout out to everybody on Patreon. We I can't like I'm I'm not trying to sell it, but we do have an awful lot coming to Patreon soon. Uh, stepping up. It's gonna be more regular too. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking forward to all that and. Uh, thank you to everybody. You're you're really helping us out a lot, and we got a lot of stuff that we're getting ready to dump back into the show. So, uh, the first set was uh, Nerve Rage Radio is actually an LLC now, and I'm fifty percent owner. So how about that? Is that? A fact. You might see some changes coming down the line. Cost <laughs> take over. Yeah. we put it in Laura and Pam's name, so Adam and I couldn't fuck it up. So, be, <laughs> so beware. Um, no, who's really in charge? Yeah, that's that's not true, actually. I'm definitely in charge. Uh, <laughs> we'll find out. I'd let everyone think that anyway. We'll find out. Yeah. I can't. I can't. 
yeah, I have to go last. This is a strange predicament that I find myself in. Yeah. You remember yours? I do. Okay, good. I'm not saying it though. You have to say it. I don't. You have to. What would that? Flappy labias? <laughs> Shape pussy. <laughs> Tight dick player. <laughs>